the college experience top 10 shooting guards of all time on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Las Vegas may be closed, but the my bookie casino is open 24 seven. They've also got the free $10,000 blackjack madness tournament going use the promo code SGP to receive up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets. Once again, that's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by ACE per head. ACE is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus ACE is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. To the college experience. My name is Colby. Swinging Dan to base Dant. <laughs> AKA pick That's not a pick. Dundee. That's a pick. There we go. You're right. getting you're getting it. When neither of us have it, let's just admit it, but we're gonna fucking say it every time. <laughs> Whew. And if you're wondering who the jackass is on the other side of this microphone, let's give it up for the You know what we need to do? What's that? We need to get an Auss- actual Aussie. To say it, and I, then I tried, and he was asleep. Mike dropped that. Out. That's true. We did drink, <laughs> drinking Aussie under the table. One of the proudest moments on the college experience <laughs> history. There, give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, a wheeling and dealing. Former, former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag, just beat his ass in Tecmo Bowl. Give it up for former <laughs> ass kicker. He did beat me once in Tecmo Bowl. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi-oh. What a ridiculous introduction. I'm just, I can't even talk over here. You know what? Dude, I just had, I'm drinking this Bloody Mary. It's spicy as fuck. It's delicious, man. We've been changing it up. What, let, let's recount <laughs> all the things that have been We're consumed. We're doing uh, we peanut butter shots. Peanut butter shots. We got wine. Yeah. We got fucking Bloody up, Marys. Man. We got a Modelo beer. Yeah. You know, what's the uh, Jim Brewer skit on that? Oh, man. He's got a great bit on like all this liquor. Drinking in his body. too many types of yeah. liquor. Yeah. The, I you don't know if YouTube that's... that. He's fucking hilarious. Jim Brewer is great. Buddy. Not even a pothead, despite uh, having those glazed over red eyes of any human. Some people being. have that. They're, that means his dad was a pothead. Yeah. <laughs> he was just born, <laughs> just stuck like a pothead. Either that or he did a lot of acid. One yeah. Of the two. That might be it. Um, so I don't know where to begin. This is a true storm of an episode because one, we shit the bed last episode a little bit. Yeah. A, li- a little, a little bit. bit. We saved ourselves by qualifying our fuck up a little bit. We, we missed some point guards. I believe in our list. If it's really hard, what the NBA has done to me. Yeah. All right. Because I don't know who the fuck is what anymore. All right. right. I no, I don't mean that I don't watch it. Well, not I don't much. watch it the way that I used to. <laughs> sure. But it's really tough to tell with some of these, as we do shooting guards today, it's tough to tell with some of these positions. Yeah. Um, like I- Iverson 
came out as a point. He's guard. always a shooting guard in my mind. Right. Even though early on he was asked to, uh, you know, carry the ball up and make the decisions. Yeah. They soon realized that it was better to Eric you know, snow was the point. Yeah. Have snow, take the ball up. And like, Iverson was the two. Now what we Iverson work off a screen, then dribbled into traffic or yeah. out of traffic yeah. and then create from there. But he, he, he was not the guy that needed to be making the decision with the ball. Iverson, an exceptionally bad, uh, I think point guard, like as far as, I mean, passing skills, phenomenal still, but not a great decision maker in terms of leading an offense. I think I could be wrong. I mean, I just don't feel like he's a point guard. Yeah. He's, he's never been a point guard to me. Yeah. He's just a Ever. Sh- tiny little two, but we do have the problem and we'll admit this. We had Steph Curry as a college point guard. I remember him as a college point guard. I know in the NBA, he plays point, even though I don't consider him a point guard. Right. For some reason, it was easier to consider him a college point guard playing at Davidson. You're just like, okay, it's okay for you to score 28 a game in college. Well, he brought as a point guard because you're at Davidson. But when you get to the pros and you see him that much more, uh, he still carries the ball. It takes He's a him. point guard, I guess. Yeah. The NBA has changed. He can only guard point guards on defense. So defensively, he's he, certainly he is a, point a good guard. passer. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good passer. He's a point guard. He just shoots the fuck out of the ball. It's just a and hybrid. He comes it's off a screens. hybrid compared to some of these guys. Yeah, I guess you could argue that Tim Hardaway and Terrell Brandon shot a lot of, of shots. Yeah. But a lot of these guys didn't. Yeah, it's almost like two different positions. He's he's in point guard on most teams when uh, Kevin Durant's not there. And even when he is there, they're sharing the number one shooter uh, spot on the team, which is not something a traditional point guard would do, mm-hmm. you know, and, and certainly when Kevin Durant's not there, he's going to be shooting ball more than anyone on the t- uh, floor. So is that what a point guard does now? It is, you know, yeah, it changed. So uh, basically what we're telling you as the audience is that we need to find a way to put Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Even though I'm not the biggest Kyrie fan. Yeah. And also I'll even acknowledge he's, he's, he belongs in the top 10. Uh, and we also think Jalen Rose, since he was a one in college, but a three, mostly in the NBA Yeah, with the Pacers, I'm going to put Jalen Rose in my top 10 for college. I forgot him. Yeah. So I'm going to start, let's start with J- with college. Where are you going to put Jalen Rose in your top 10? I had a hard time with this. Uh, Jalen Rose's college stats. I had him pulled up a second ago. Let me grab those again. If I'm not mistaken, he had 17, almost 18, then 15, then 19. I mean, those are great numbers for a point guard. That that is good scoring. Um, I think he was a, a decent rebounder as well. Um, well, he's much bigger than a lot of your traditional point guards. What was he like? Six, six, five, six, six, something like that. Yeah. Let me pull up uh Jalen Rose here. Shout out to Jalen Rose. I like Jalen Rose. I actually met him me on too. set. I've met him a few times. Yeah. He was doing some show. I was at rock. Jalen Rose is listed as six, eight, two, ten. See, that's what I mean. That's a gigantic college he's point. He's got guard. a little penny magic to you. Yeah. I thought he was like six, seven, maybe. I, I thought six, 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 seven. Yeah. Um, um, six, eight though. Gosh. So um, I'm going to put him, <laughs> I'm going to put him at, uh, probably for me, I got Jason Williams. I mean, he one. was within a hair of winning a national championship, his freshman and his sophomore year. Um, so Leaves to, I'm going to say, I'm going to put him at so three. For it me. was really like 18, 15 and 20, uh, for, um, uh, Rose. Yeah. I'm putting him at number four. I'm putting him behind. You, you could definitely argue him number one. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. I'm putting him behind Jay Williams. I'm putting him behind Mateen Cleaves. 
I'm actually putting him behind Bobby Hurley. The thing is, he's ahead of Tyus Edney. At the same time, like a Chris Paul and a Kemba Walker are kind of right on his level at the college level. It, it's, again, not a ton of separation between one and 10 at the yeah. college level. Well, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Um, Pro wise. Now we have to find. Well, does Kyrie, Kyrie, does Kyrie make your college list? No. One, one year, year 17.5 points per game. It's the same thing with John Wall. If they stayed two or three years, yeah, they oh, probably yeah. make the list. But uh, you're not one of the greatest point guards ever if you're there for one year. Now on to pro with Kyrie and Steph, unless you win it all, Zion probably going to make the top ten. College he didn't small win fours. it all. Though. He didn't win it all, yeah. but still a, a, a freakish yeah. one year in school. Okay, Kyrie is going to fall where in your top ten? Kyrie. So that means Mookie Blaylock's out of my top ten, which I know you're probably happy with. <laughs> I'm not. A, I liked Mookie. I was a big Mookie fan. Let me let me run Kyrie's stats by you. You know, Kyrie, I guess a better, I would draft Kyrie Irving before Mookie Blaylock. Yes. So that's the stupidest, <laughs> like, ne- but I will say this most man. unnecessary. I will say this, like, and, and I know Mookie Blaylock never came ever. close to sniffing a championship. Yeah. And Kyrie did, but he's been a pain in the ass in every locker room. He is every locker room he's been in. Yeah. I want to be number one. Yeah. LeBron and I feel is like, the best player. Now. I feel like if you drafted Mookie Blaylock, even though I know he was on some bad teams, I feel like he wouldn't he, be a locker room problem. He would not be a locker room problem. Is any band yeah. naming them? Is a great band naming themselves <laughs> Kyrie, Kyrie Irving. Irving? I don't oh, think no. so. Check with Nickelback. Maybe they broke up and started some new band. Hey, we're, we're Kyrie Irving. They would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's about, that's pretty accurate. Um, Hanson is back. Right. We call ourselves Kyrie Irving. <laughs> uh, Kyrie's pro stats. I got to, got to admit though, coming from one year out of college, and then going straight into the pros and averaging 18 and a half is dude. I love year. his game. Yeah. I love his At game. When what? he went to the Celtics, At 19 years old, I was so excited. I don't even like the Celtics, but I just thought, Hey, he's going to have his own team. He's going to prove that. And he really laid an egg for me. Yeah. He was kind of an asshole to everybody from what I understand. I mean, statistically he's been, uh, well, he had two solid years, not two, uh, amazing years there. Um, Oh man, he's not as far as point guards go an assist master. Through his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine year career, gosh, he's been playing for a while. Only five point seven assists per game. See, now this is something where if Penny Hardaway didn't get injured, I think Penny Hardaway is better than Kyrie Irving. That's fair. That's fair. Kyrie's scoring eighteen and a half, twenty two, twenty one, twenty two, twenty, twenty five, twenty four, twenty four, twenty seven. This past year at Brooklyn, I just feel All like the alone, whole though. league though is on scoring a curve. Is up. Yeah, it's on a fucking scoring curve, man, and yeah. like. I don't know. We're going to get into that a lot in yeah. the, in the remainder Where of this do you episode. Put I put uh, Kyrie. I struggled for a second, um, putting him either before or after Tim Hardaway. Well, uh, let me, let me make, let me start by adjusting the top of my list. Okay. Uh huh. Or should we put Kyrie in? I'm going to put Kyrie in I'm after putting it, yeah. Gary Payton. Who was your what number? Gary Payton was number six. After I make the adjustment for Steph Curry, Gary Payton would be number seven. Oh, you're putting Kyrie above Gary Payton. No, below Gary Payton. I was saying Steph's going to go higher. Oh yeah, I agree. And then, so that's going to bump everyone down. So I have Tony Parker number six currently, right? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. I have Kyrie behind Tony Parker. Okay. Right. Ahead of Kevin Johnson. Uh huh. Ahead of Tim Hardaway and Penny Hardaway, even though 
I cringe when I do that. Yeah. But he is better, I think. Yeah. Even though I think I'd rather draft them. He's gone. <laughs> I'm so stubborn with this. Right. Because I'm just like, he's a bitch with this team. Here's the Tim thing. Tim Hardaway, I don't feel like was ever an asshole like that. Kyrie can, can Kyrie actually has the potential to be not only the number one on a championship team, because he kind of was close with LeBron. Yeah. Not really. He hit the game winner. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's definitely yeah. more of a last second shot guy, or at least as much as LeBron is. Um and can score clearly. Look, I'm gonna put him. I'm gonna put him where I put him. I, I, I number I, seven, uh, pre Steph. So based on our previous list, you had Tony Parker at number six. I had yeah. Gary Payton at number six. I think you're right, right there at number seven. So that means my number ten is Penny Hardaway. My number nine is Tim Hardaway. My number eight is Kevin Johnson. My number seven is Kyrie Irving. My number six, Tony Parker. Number five, Gary Payton. Number four, Chris Paul. Number three, John Stockton. Number two, Chauncey Billups. Number one, Jason Kidd. So you're asking me to kick Penny Hardaway out. Yeah. And I don't think I do. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm going to do that. No, I think I'm going to kick Kevin Johnson out. All right. Cause Steph Curry's making my list. Kevin Johnson's out of my list. Cause I felt yeah. like honestly, Kevin Johnson, Penny Hardaway and, and, and t- Tim Hardaway were on the same yeah. e- exact playing ground, but you're just not comfortable. Uh, well, talent wise, you know, body wise, it's tough to, I'm saying if you're asking me and I'm drafting, well, if you're drafting, certainly, you're going to take a, uh, I'm going to take Penny Hardaway. I'm going to take probably Tim Hardaway over, yeah. over Kevin. Johnson Although you too. could say that Kevin Johnson may have had the better career. Penny Hardaway. And, and I, I mean, think that's still, you could argue that Penny Hardaway did even with the injuries. Interesting. Maybe, maybe fair, maybe fair. So, so I'm kicking, kicking. So, KJ so out. now comes Steph Curry. Yeah. Oh man. It's tough. Where do you put him? <laughs> Go. What was your number one through five again? My number one is Kid. My number two is Billups. My number three is Stockton. My number four is Paul. My number five is Peyton. And my number one is Stockton. Two, Kid. Three, Paul. Four, Parker. Five, Billups. So a similar top five there. Where do you put them? It's so hard to compare Jason Kidd with Steph Curry. Yeah. They're two completely different players. Yeah. Asked to do two completely different things. Uh, the game it's almost like they're not the same position when I via- when I value them. Well, I think you're right. Like let's let's act like I mean you you probably do know how a basketball fucking operation works. But as far as what I can like, who would you draft first? Surmise, uh, Jason Kidd or Steph Curry. Looking with the knowledge of what they've, uh, I mean, out of college, I probably would have taken Kidd. But uh, at I this still point, think I'd take Kidd maybe, but. Just because I know he's better defensively. Yeah, certainly. I mean, like we said, Ky- Kyrie's got. But Jason Kidd's uh, jumper, especially coming out of college, was trash. Yeah. Steph Curry can shoot from like fucking eighty feet away, and it's yeah. good. Steph Curry, let me tell you, Steph Curry's the best point guard ever. He's number one. I on just our list. don't know how it's two different positions. It is. <laughs> like what John Stockton and Jason Kidd played is yeah. not the same as Steph Curry. You're asked to like set up an offense and like get other guys the ball and like. Your shooting is done as a measure of efficiency and a measure of like a threat so that you have to be respected so the that game you can has completely get, fucking changed, yeah. bro. It's two different fucking yeah. sports, bro. And, th- and that's why uh, guys like Dame Lillard and Russell Westbrook, who I guess technically uh-huh. is a one. Uh, they're shooting guards in my mind. They're, man. They're and I have a hard time convincing myself that Steph Curry is a point guard. It's yeah, it's tough. I still think game. of him as a shooting guard. Yeah, it's weird. So if you're telling me to put this list together, he's like Iverson. 
He can shoot. He can dribble. He creates his own shot. Like he's a better passer than Iverson was. Yeah, but they're in the same. But Iverson's a way better defender than he is. Ah, I guess I'll go and listen to you on this. Put him at number one. I don't like it one bit, man. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like my list. These basketball ones are harder than I thought. Well, they'd let be. me tell you this. Yeah. Think about not the game, the way you remember it being played and thinking about that's what a point guard is. Well, obviously in today's NBA, I Curry think Steph Curry would be better impacts the game more than, but to be fair, then you yeah. have to say, if you put Curry in 1992 or 95, whenever Jason Kidd was He'd there, be a Reggie Miller kind of player. You know, I think it's a much more physical league He'd than get his ass kicked. Yeah. John Stockton played in the eighties. It was very physical. Yeah. Um, and I truly think if they played one-on-one Steph Curry would probably beat John Stockton. Yeah. Steph Curry is better, but part of being a point guard is being a floor like general and running your team and but make Steph Curry does a good job. He like, does. I'm not trying to shit on him. I, dude, I like Steph Curry's game a lot. Yeah. He's the best point guard ever. If you consider him a point <laughs> I was about guard. To say, <laughs> me traditionally a point guard, even Chauncey Billups here. I know he has years where he averaged 20 points a game. Yeah. I still think he'd pass first. Yeah. I think he's trying to get the team involved. Let me ask you this. What yeah. is the most points per game? Uh, point guard can reasonably get and still be considered a point guard in your head. <laughs> 24, 20, 20, 24, 23. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get any more than that. You're if you get 25. You're, so you're shooting 30 shots a game. You're not a fucking point guard, right? You're like a, you're a literal point guard, right? You're, you're getting <laughs> points and you're a guard. <laughs> yeah. All right. But I think they call that a shooting guard. Yes, but you're not what the team like traditionally basketball. The point guard is supposed to set up the offense, yeah. take care of the ball. Russell Westbrook never has taken care of the ball in his life. All right. That's why he's a shooting guard. Yeah. All right. And I, Hey, I'm not trying to shit on Russell Westbrook. I love his effort. Yeah. He's got that Iverson factor that I love to me. There's no question that Russell Westbrook's a two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So I guess Steph Curry's my one. So I'm kicking out. Hold on. So let me just write this. So I have this for our data. Yeah. Steph's my one. I Kid hate I, dude. I, I, it bothers me, me making this list now. <laughs> uh, this is uh two old farts. Uh, having to, uh, adjust to the, the ways of the world, <laughs> dude. And to, to defend my guy, John Stockton, who I know you have higher than me. Yeah. If Steph Curry played in the eighties and took a foul to the face, the way Stockton probably did 20 times a game. Yeah. I don't know that he would be very aggressive. Yes. John, <laughs> John Stockton was like notoriously tough and dirty and stuff. And like Steph Curry is a nice guy. <laughs> I'm just saying that can change. He like get beat up there. There is e- there was Isaiah evil. Thomas back then. There kick, was evil. You go kick his up, ass. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm Duarte. just saying like, dude, how many, every team, I would say from like when I started watching was the late eighties to, to, well, not even that. I mean, I knew the game in the late eighties I wouldn't say it was like a diehard until probably the early nineties. Yeah. But you take 88 to 2000. Yeah. In my opinion, every team had a bruiser. Yeah. In the middle you're talking about as a power forward or a center, yeah. a bruiser that to me, they stayed on the roster and they were hard as shit at fouling. Whether right. it's and that's the way the game was. You had to have saying. a banger in there and they either had skill or they didn't, but they were a banger. We can sit there and say, whether it's Kevin Willis, whether it's Buck Williams, yeah. whether it's Kurt Thomas or PJ Brown, yeah. 
or, or, you know, Dennis Rodman or, or Lambeer. Yeah. I mean, we can go 20 deep, yeah. 30 deep Armon Gilliam. Yeah. Uh, Anton big dog car. They had these guys. <laughs> I mean, there are guys as tough as Antoine Carr in the league now. They would but still, but back then you could get away. They would foul the shit out of you. Cause it wasn't called yeah. a flagrant. There's no bill lame beer in the game today. <laughs> <laughs> There's no PJ Brown yeah. in the game. Today, Just goons. <laughs> Kurt Thomas, my guy, Kurt Thomas yeah. would still fucking throw your ass on the ground. Right. The game you know requires I mean? Charles you Oakley. to be skilled now. <laughs> yeah. The game is completely different. You can't. But that does affect your longevity, and you have to be tough in order to play in that game. Back I'm then. saying Steph Curry would not drive the ball nearly as often as he did if he got fouled the way. And, and look, we talk a lot of shit about Jordan. Yeah, Jordan earned my. He got his ass kicked yes. too. Yeah, and by him going to the lane and and doing that, getting his ass whooped nonstop. Yeah, but trust me, a lot of guards I think changed their approach. Reggie Miller, I love Reggie. Yeah. But I do think he was hesitant to enter the paint. Dude, he was a one trick yeah, pony. Very <laughs> hesitant to enter the paint. <laughs> he was really I think good Steph at that. Curry's game is similar to Reggie Miller's in certain yeah. ways. I think he would be very hesitant to enter the paint. Yeah, Steph Curry may be it may end up being a twenty three point twenty one point per game guy like Reggie Miller was when all you do is run around screens on the perimeter and shoot threes. Because I don't know but that that's why this system kills me. Is because I think and I'm like, man, I think like I think Chauncey Billups would have no problem. In that era. Yeah. He's strong. He's physical. Yeah. You know, like he's a good defender. Sure. But probably a better defender. Definitely a better defender than Steph Curry. Yeah. But Chauncey Billups could never drop like 40 in a game. I, don't, I mean, maybe uh, once Chauncey in a fucking his career. Have like 38 foot range. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He, he had a decent three ball. Yeah. Like he was not a, that's not a diss. But Steph Curry a diss to Chauncey and Dame Lillard three point are their own things now. Yeah. They'll pull up from like literally the logo. Yeah. On the middle of the court and and shoot as well as like people <laughs> in the nineties did. I firmly believe. Yeah, I've seen Steph Curry in warmups. I I think he can shoot better from past half court than Shaq can from the free throw line. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you gave him ten shots, yeah, from half court, he would hit as many as Shaq would, he would hit in the seven, free throw line. Right? Yeah, maybe Shaq, more. Yeah. It, it's the same or more. <laughs> I really believe that. Is that fucked up? He's different. Well, when you have one of the best three point shooters in the league as your dad, and he trains you for your entire life. And dude, as a guy who watched his dad a lot, he played with Larry Johnson and I was a big Larry Johnson fan. Yeah. And his dad was, had like the most beautiful stroke ever, man. There's a lineage of three pointerness that he was a garbage defender. I'm and I love Dell, but he was a bad defender, man. Very bad with lateral movement. Um, (laughs) <laughs> but man, so I go Steph. Okay. So I'm kicking out. Hold on. So I go three billups. You're telling me I have John. I even have a hard time even saying John Stockton's the fourth best point card in my life. I feel like I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my whole list is all fucked. I don't feel good about myself anymore. I'm going to lose sleep tonight guys. Cause during these quarantine times, I got nothing else to think about <laughs> besides me being wrong about my list of these sports that I love and cherish so much. <laughs> The only thing getting us through this time, kind of so, honestly. Yeah, so I'm pick, putting Kyrie at eight. That that might be the one that I just feel like is should, maybe he doesn't belong. Mm. <laughs> he he he's pretty. He's a I, lot of people have argued that he's got the best handles. And by the way, I'm putting Penny Hardaway at nine, Tim at ten, because I would draft Penny before I would Tim. All right. All righty. That's well, not that's not a diss on you, Tim, because you're a ruthless assassin. And I truly believe, truly believe that you might even in your prime without that knee injury and the way the science is today with, he might be fucking incredible in current today's NBA. Yeah. 
because people don't remember Tim Hardaway on the Warriors before the knee injury. He kind of pulled a Larry Johnson and changed his game around. Yeah. He was not like a three point shooter as much. Yeah. Until he had, he got slowed down by his knee injury. Yeah. He was a dude that would cross you the fuck up all day long. Anyone's game you compared would compare him to in his uh, younger days. He still wasn't as explosive as Westbrook or something. Iverson, I mean, maybe. Maybe, yeah, because he had a cross, but Iverson was so much better at yeah, it. Yeah, Iverson could than, shoot too. Iverson um, was definitely deep, better from deep. Who would that compare? I don't know, man. It's tough. I think Tim Hardaway might even be in his own own little category there. Maybe. Yeah, no, he's better. I, I don't. He's a better strictly sp- for penetration like purposes. Yeah. He's kind of like uh, as good as anyone has ever been. Uh, for that, for like this first three or four years, his crossover I put up there with with the best. UTEP two step. Yeah. Hello, you know who his power forward was at college at UTEP, right? Who's that? Anton Davis. Boom. Antonio Davis. Sorry, not Anton Davis. Antonio Davis. That's the Bloody Mary talk. There you go. All right, let's switch over. Okay, because if you think we're getting stupid here, wait till how stupid we get. On the two guards. I'll be honest, dude. We've been doing this thing. Rating top 10 everything. Yeah. And I almost didn't want to record this episode because I think... You're so uncomfortable with your list. This is the stupidest list I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You look into these stats. I've never been more conflicted. The sport is a different fucking sport, like I mentioned. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I'm just stating it's very hard because... If you're a stat guy and just look at stats. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and say, if you're just looking at stats, because there is no stat for defense and effort, James Harden's the best two guard ever then. If you're just looking at stats, (laughs) in our era, at least. Oscar Robinson, I know, averaged a fucking triple-double too. But 30 points and 11 assists. Uh, It's silly. It's just silly. The league can't. It's almost like the fucking home run rules. In baseball. Yeah. You know, remember like Brady Anderson hit 50 home runs. Does that mean he's better than fucking Babe Ruth? I don't think so. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like everything's jaded. It's really hard. Right. It's really hard. Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa after 120 years of baseball. Yeah. Just happened to beat the record both by 20 home runs or by 10 home runs. Yeah. And oh, lo and behold, there was a massive steroid thing going on. Not that that's what's happening. No, and, I, and check us out with McGuire. And them, I, I don't even have a, to me, like everyone was doing it. Fuck it. Sure. But I no when you, when you look back on the stats, you can't say he's the best home run hitter ever. You can't compare it to yeah. previous eras because they yeah. weren't fucking. I feel like there's a curve like the that sailor, man. with the, with the NBA, especially college a little bit, but. NBA especially. Yeah. I mean, well, the teams are what well, the Wizards give up like 150 like five games in a row this year? The Wizards give up uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I I if I was an assistant coach, I would commit suicide. After <laughs> like what are you telling your team defensively? Right. Like <laughs> I actually liked Scott Brooks as a hire, but he's not a good coach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, top 10 shooting guards of all time in our lifetime, not not all time. Like Dr. J is not going to be on this list. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, other great shooting guards are not going to be on this list. Again, this is 1990s and on and sorry, Jeff Malone didn't make it. <laughs> uh, top 10 college petty. C. this is really fucking hard. Yeah. It's unbelievably hard. Well, I'm going to tell you what, uh, oops, I'm on the wrong thing here. Um, the number 10 guy on my list. Yeah. I don't remember him. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember him, but they say he played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I don't remember him as much. You know, the, I remembered his teammate a lot and his teammate impressed the living fuck out of me. And uh, I was stunned that his teammate didn't have, even though he had a decent pro career, I was stunned. His teammate didn't have a better pro career. Okay. And that's uh, Antoine Jameson. I thought was going to be a, 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 a every year all-star in the pros. I mean, he did drop like 50 a game a couple of times, didn't he? Well, in, in a game, yeah, a couple of times, not a game per game, but yeah, he had a good, he had a decent career. Been, uh, his, he had high upside. There was a stat in college. Like he was averaging, however, man, like 15, 16, 20 points per game, whatever. Yeah. And he'd, he had the ball like for, you know, a minute and 30 seconds per game. <laughs> Cause all he would do is like catch alley-oops. I'm like, you know, so that's probably why his game didn't develop as much. Um, UNC was crazy at that time. And uh, to think that Vince Carter was the, uh, the second best player on that team uh, yeah. in a college game. That's inc- incredible. And fucking Ed Cota uh, was like all ACC point guard. He was the number they three on that filthy, team. Filthy. So yeah. filthy in the nineties. Yeah. Vince Carter uh, was uh, by his junior year, 15.6 points, 5.1 boards. Good player. But um, again, not, not super impressed. I'm a little, I struggle a little bit with the college lists. I'm not going to lie. Well, it's really hard. To, I mean, it's really hard to say one's better than the other. Um, you know, it's, it, it, there's so many, there's so many teams. Yeah. There's so many good shooting guards. Yeah. And they don't like statistically generally don't get the opportunity to pull away because you know, the zone defenses, especially as uh shooting guards and the, um, the longer shot clock, the shorter games, you know, if, if you're a two guard in college and you're getting like 18 points per game, you're pr- probably all American, you yeah. know? Um, well, okay. I thought about going North Carolina. I had a guy circled that I remember lit it up and damn, tell me this isn't true. Oh, that's minutes played. Let me see his stats before I, before I say no, tell me who you got. Uh, no, this guy did not make my top 10, but I was going to, cause since you were touching on North Carolina, he was one that I originally put in as, I mean, he makes it, I mean, he made it, uh, I guess not enough. He was just a three point shooter. He's kind of like the, uh, come on, man. My computer is slower than friggin' anyone with a free computer. Send it our way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't put this guy in. Although he averaged double digits each year. He didn't light it up. He was, he, he benefited off of everyone else's athleticism. Who's that? Donald Williams from, from North Carolina, but God damn did He light it up. He was a gunner. He was a gunner. Kenny man. Smith of, uh, yeah, he, he scored 25 in the national championship. Yeah. Against Michigan. That's impressive. Um, he did not make it for me. My number 10, because originally like I thought, man, Donald Williams was a nasty three point shooter. Yeah. But you can't just be a three point shooter. You got to be a guy and can score, get tough, get physical, go to the basket. And that's why Ben Gordon of UConn is my 10th best shooting guard in college basketball. Nice. Nice. Ben Gordon was good. Nice little draft pick. What did he do? Uh, let me pull up Ben Gordon's uh, college stats here. Ba-ba-bum. These UConn teams back to back to back Shh. where Ray, you know, with Ray and with Ben Gordon and, and Hamilton, and Rudy Gay. Yeah. Like, oh man. Ben just... Gordon had some nice hats. Uh, 12.6, 19.5, 18.5. Um, yeah. He could get to the bucket and he was a good defender. Uh, I like it. I like the pick. I actually thought he'd be better in the NBA for a minute. He flexed in the NBA Yeah, and then it disappeared fast. I like it. Um, did you think he was going to be good in the league? Uh, Ben Gordon. Yeah. I didn't know much about him. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, again, like the Kemba, like all the UConn guards kind of blend into one. You never know. Like Khalid Alamine, you you can never project a UConn UConn guard. Generally speaking, though, they have uh, decent careers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're only tough, so. But no, I didn't see Ben Gordon as having the scoring upside to be a true star in the league. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. Um, you know who I almost put just what, just before I'll sneak this in. Actually, should I put him in here? Mm. <laughs> this is how, this is how confident I am on my yeah. college top 10. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. No, nah, I'll stick to my guns. I guess just go. <laughs> Don't um, let me think about it. I, uh, well, I just made a little substitution, so I, my, my list is all fucked up, too. Both of us are just... <laughs> just that, that's how shitty this one was. I've spent like four hours on this list. I don't feel... I feel the wind might blow one direction. I might change my fucking entire list. Mm-hmm. Um, give me uh, You're going to laugh at this one. But he played in a lot of big games, and he could gun. He was one-dimensional completely. So Donald Williams almost. I almost yeah. put Donald Williams in, so there well, you go. Trajan Langdon. <laughs> I don't think he's. What did he average? I I don't even think he he did average that. Let me let me. Pull I think up. he was a. I think he could score. Look, <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm making last second adjustments here. No, I still think he put up decent. We numbers just spent in like an hour fucking around with this, or like maybe two hours. Yeah, yeah. And now we're making uh, 11, 14, 14, and seventeen over a four year. That's a good career and a four year. That's career. a four year career also. I and think Duke was speaks. going deep, you know. Yeah. During those years, he had a beautiful jump shot, but didn't the Cavs take him in the first round? I was potentially that's one that I knew was going to be, he wasn't good enough. I thought in the 42.63 point percentage. Jace. That's yeah. what I mean. Super wet. See, I think he's better than Donald Williams. So I'm going to give you a little credit there. All right. Thank you. Cause I had Donald Williams at 11 and I would put Trajan Langdon above Donald Williams. I just forgot about Trajan Langdon. All right. <laughs> it's tough. There's 300 fucking teams, dude. Yeah. You're trying to remember each guard, each shooting guard. You're just like, I, you know, know who I, yeah. I didn't even fucking put in. Who's that? Yeah, he might be a three. Mashburn? No, he's a three. He's a three. He's a three. Okay, cool. Um, and he was filthy in college, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so my number nine. I'm gonna take you to East Lansing. All right. Can you pull up his stats for Jason Richardson? Uh yeah, let's pull because up. Because I can tell you, I almost deleted him a second ago and I almost put in a guy in Tucson, Arizona named Michael Dickerson. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me tell you about Jason Richards myself. That that dude has the potential to be a truly great pro two guard. And what did he get injured? What happened? Why didn't he pan out as? No, nah, he was just on the Warriors that that before, before they had they good ownership good. and good management. Yeah. <laughs> Normally, okay, the equivalent of like us explaining in football what happened to like a Chris Chandler or a, uh, you know, I, we, we joked around about it like probably 10 episodes ago mm-hmm. about how the wrong team can really ruin your career. Yeah. To a lesser extent in basketball, but it still can happen in basketball. I believe that. Yeah. If you're on a, if you're a talented guy, we just talked about Michael Dickerson or, or, and he played with Sharif Abdul Rahim. Those guys both were horrible. I mean, they were good players on a horrible team. That was the uh, Vancouver. Yeah, it can ruin your career. And Dickerson was a baller. I think, I think Dickerson actually did get a knee injury. Damn, you know what? Man, I just realized I forgot. Richardson came out after his sophomore year. So, um, and really, you know what? He wasn't a did star. Did he ever get 18? 15 and those six rebounds his sophomore year. I'm taking up. I substitute out Jason Richardson. Michael Dickerson from Arizona is in that spot. 
Uh, did you, uh, do you have uh, Dickerson stats? Or you want me to pull them up? Yeah, I got him. All right. What do we got? Michael Dickerson, uh, freshman year, 11.9 points per game. Sophomore year, 18.9 senior or, or junior year. He came after junior 18.0. There it is. That's and he was a, a baller. And he won a national championship. That's a solid career. So Jason Richardson, sorry. I loved your game in the pro. I loved it in college too, man. Fucking athletic as can be, man. Jason yeah. Richardson was fucking athletic, man. Yeah. Jason Richardson. That's what I'm saying. Like in terms of like, he had the athletic upside of like Kobe Bryant. I love that one warriors team when Don Nelson came back there and it was Baron Davis or Vince Carter, you know, Jason Richardson yeah. a lot like Vince yeah. Carter, Baron Davis, Vince Carter, <laughs> Baron Davis, Jason Richardson, uh, Steven Jackson, Matt Barnes. Yeah. That team was fucking electric. That's an bro. athletic team. They had that dude, Beatrice too, from like France. Yeah. Beatrice could ball his first couple of years in the league. Michael, Michael, Michael yeah. Beatrice. I think he might've wanted, he won a chip on the, uh, on the Celtics. Very nice. Um, anyway, um, give me your number nine or your number eight. Then Michael Dickerson probably deserves to be higher, man. That dude could ball probably would have been a great pro. He was like really good on the Grizzlies for like three or four years. Yeah. And then just fell off. Uh, I think he got it. I think he hurt his knee. Okay. Yeah. All right. My number eight, uh, probably should be higher, but again, only one year. Mm. That is you gotta, R- that, that, that counts. You got to look counts. at that. You got to yeah. factor it in RJ Barrett from mm. Duke. He uh, was a baller. Again, when you talk about a dude that, you know, was the number one recruit, even over Zion um, for most of the recruiting cycle. I believe he came in and, uh, and Zion was actually the number two recruit in the but nation. What's crazy is Zion stood out to me more. Of course. Well, yeah. Zion has the uh, higher end athleticism and everyone kind of just thought Zion was a uh, shooter or a dunker, but he turned out to be a shooter. But RJ Barrett in one year is one year of college basketball, 22.6 points, 7.6 rebounds and 4.3 assists. Those are phenomenal stats, yeah. especially as the number two guy on the team. Yeah, Holy yeah, yeah. shit. RJ Barrett was great, but they he did, only did it for one year. And they did. Well, they got to the elite eight. They lost to Michigan state. In the elite eight. They should have lost to UCF. The yeah, rest although they could have been the best team in the country too, at the same time. Yeah. Very true. Um, uh, if RJ Barrett stays three years, he's probably number one on my list, but mm. only one year. Okay. Number one is that's just getting, you're getting reckless over there. Dude was awesome. All right. My number seven is a guy uh, that you could probably argue to be higher up than, okay. uh, than your boy. Cause this dude was a two-time national champion. If memory serves me correct, came out early, like a fucking idiot and didn't even get drafted. Mm-hmm. And I, and I say that with love. I don't mean to shit on you. I'm just saying that happens. It does. <laughs> Someone lied to you. And I feel sorry for you because I probably would have made the same mistake because you've won two national championships. What else can you do? Yeah. I'm going to go to Fayetteville, Arkansas and say Scotty Thurman, the guy who really put the dagger in Duke. Yeah. Uh, Scotty Thurman, three years, 17 points per game, 15.9, 15.4, a three point assassin played in, in overseas for over 10 years. Uh, Scotty Thurman was an absolute baller on that Arkansas team. Second best player on that team. Car- was, Corliss Williamson was number one. Yeah. Scotty Thurman. Number two was Nolan Richardson, Richardson was their head coach for both years. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. They had are, Corey Beck at point guard. I think they won one and lost one, right? Won, That's won my, that. maybe what it was. Yeah. They won one lost. They lost to UCLA, right? Yeah. That makes sense. I, I, I apologize. Um, but Corey Beck, I believe was the one, the two was Thurman. The three was Williamson and the 
four and five. This I do remember. Probably this, this, one of the more underrated college basketball teams. I enjoyed those teams of the, our lifetime. Who the fuck was the center? He made the NBA for a minute. I don't remember. Anyway, um, yeah, those Arkansas teams were beasts. Let's go to number six. Uh, there's number seven. Oh shit! Did I give my number seven? I gave my number seven. You didn't. All right. Well, let me give you my number seven then. Did you give your number eight? I didn't. Mm. All right. I'm gonna give you my eight and seven right now. All right. My eight was Miles Powell. Okay. Seton Hall. Having a great absolute annual. Stayed all four years. Yep. Right. Or I think three years. Three or four years. And uh, yeah, this dude could score all over the court, man. This guy was a arguably the best player in college basketball this year. Yeah. He could score with the best of, of all of the nation. Yeah. 23 last year, 21 points per game this year. See the stats. Once again, I have a little bit of a curve because of today's basketball. You think they're scoring more in college basketball now? No, eh, probably not, but who knows? Yeah. If anything, I'm almost saying it's the opposite. I remember UNC games going, getting up to like a hundred, like semi-regularly back in the nineties. Mm. Could be wrong. Well, either way, Scotty Thurman is a guy. Did miles Powell win national championships? Ooh. 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 I'm going Scotty Thurman. Boom. So give me Miles Powell eight, Scotty Thurman seven. Very nice. And this is my my personal pleasure here. And this is one that no one on earth will ever agree with me for my number seven. But again, I, I'm going to admit it's what I saw, what I watched. And my number seven is Melvin Levitt from <clears throat> Cincinnati. I love his game. Yeah. <laughs> What's the stats? Hit me with some stats there. Melvin Levitt, uh, four-year <laughs> player for Cincinnati. Um, I loved watching this guy play basketball. He really didn't get it going until his junior year, but his junior and senior year, he both he averaged fourteen point one and fourteen point two. Um, he didn't just. Do you know what the weakness was? Huh? Jumper. He actually had a decent J, but like again, talk about insane athletic upside. Um, he was so fucking fun to watch, dude. Yeah. Yes. Unbelievable. Cincinnati was so tight back then. Uh, Unbelievable. Like one of my favorite college basketball players to watch in the nineties for shock value. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. He's going to dunk all over your face. Yeah. He's like Sean Kemp of college. Right. That's, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. That's pretty accurate. Um, so again, maybe just because <clears throat> I liked him that much, but probably not, probably not the actual number seven, but I, I you know, I like your creativity. Though. Thank you. Thank you. I, I like your creativity. That. <laughs> um, my, well, give me a number six. Um, my number six is, uh, one wildcat behind the wheel. Um, Arizona. No, uh, or Villanova. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of options there. Um, you may know him I, as I keep choking on this bloody Mary. <laughs> it is delicious. I have fat fingers, so I can't get his, uh, are you talking Kerry Kittles? I am talking Kerry Kittles. I love this game in college, man. Carrie, I liked them on the nets. Even when they Carrie had that run. Kittles. 11, 20, 21, and 20 in four years. He was nice. He yep. was really nice. Also averaged six rebounds per game through his, his senior year. He was averaging 20 and seven. That's a, be, a better version of Shea Seals from Tulsa. Well, um, he, no, he was, he was nice to watch. Mm-hmm. He, you know what was cool about his game? Huh. I felt like it was graceful. Yeah. He was smooth, man. He was a smooth player. Yeah, he was. <laughs> All right. My number six, three time, all biggies pretty damn good. My number six is a guy that won a lot of championships. Well, not, not a lot, but in college and pro, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to take you to a little new Haven stores, Connecticut. Okay. Richard Hamilton. Mm. A little higher on my list there, bud. Number six, Rip Hamilton was a baller. There's UConn, the biggest tournaments. If there's one thing I truly miss, like 
I do believe college basketball is better than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. But if there's one thing I would put back, even though the Big East is great, man, when Syracuse and UConn were in the Big East, and UConn is coming back, so college basketball is going back to its roots. Yeah. But those Big East tournaments back when Syracuse and UConn were a part of them. Now, I know the rest of some of those other teams are still there. Georgetown, Providence, Seton yeah. Hall. But damn, was those Big East tournaments special, man. Do I about- tell you where I put Rip Hamilton on my list? Do I tell you right now? Yeah, keep it secret. Keep it secret. All right. Keep it secret. Give me your number five. My number five. Yeah. The, no, the, the, the UConn in that era was always, yeah. um, is that Jim Calhoun's teams? Yeah. Fucking. I love, I love how Calhoun's coaching D three now. Uh, who's he, <laughs> where, where is he coaching? I can't talk Dude, this buddy. Mary so fucking spicy. I'm dying over here it's and I love bud. spice. I made the thing. Yeah. Cold but I'm dying over it. here. Where where's uh Calhoun? He's at a D three school, but they won the championship this year. Nice. Already making an impact at like 120 years old. <laughs> He's getting the Bill Snyder on. Uh, all right, my number five. Yeah. Uh, one of the more famous um guys. Only was in school for two years, but uh, not the most handsome individual of all times. But uh, Sam, Sam Cassell's a point guard. <laughs> I'm fucking around. I love you, Sam. Uh, one of the coolest names of any yeah. basketball player ever, Jerry Stackhouse. Oh, he was a baller. He's yeah. on my list. Is he? Little higher. And what, I think I have him on my list. Where the fuck is my list? Yeah, he's higher. Okay. And it's controversial because Hamilton probably. Hamilton I feel like Hamilton more. made bigger shots. Yeah. But Stackhouse stood out to me more. Yeah, Stackhouse was like. The man yeah. at UNC in the nineties. Yeah. So and and you saw like uh what happened when he went pro. Yeah. He had gotten that one year. Uh, I mean, it just came up recently in the news where he had gotten to twenty nine points per game as a pro two guard at what at Detroit. Yeah. And then they trade him to the Wizards and he gets stuck behind Jordan. Look, Jordan is wait, wait, thirty nine. That's also the perfect example. None no, of the Wizards went to to Detroit. He traded him. The Wizards drafted him, I think. Mm, let me double check. Oh no 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 no! You're right. You're right. I'm he thinking was on of Hamilton. Detroit. Yeah. They traded Hamilton for Stackhouse. For Stackhouse. Hamilton, they gave up Hamilton and Ben Wallace for Stackhouse? I think that's right. Yeah. It worked out for Detroit. Or it Hamilton, Darvin Ham. That, that whole team was old bullets. They yeah. had Rashid Wallace. Yeah, that's right. The they Wizards had traded Wallace, it. Ben Wallace, Darvin Ham, Richard Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a fifth one, too, right. in there somewhere. Uh, Jesus. And Stackhouse, yeah. bless his heart. Had been getting you know twenty nine point one two years before yeah. at uh and he goes to the Detroit. Wizards and then he's like the number well the Wizards can ruin Michael your career Jordan's thirty nine years old shooting twenty I shots I don't even per like game. to call him the Wizards the Bullets the Bullets ruin your fucking career in many 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 ways and they did ruin Jerry Stackhouse's career uh, bless your heart I like the guy doing a good job at Vanderbilt I like him too man I hope I hope he does well at Vanderbilt um. What number was it? That five? was my number five. My number five is a controversial one, and I'm going to pull up the stat to try to back me up here. Yeah. But, you know, when he was at the school, it's the only time I ever recall in all of my years of college basketball watching this school be successful. So that means something to me. All right. Um, and I just want to make sure that I have his stats handy when I say what I'm going to say. Um, wow, I'm an idiot. Okay. <laughs> no, because I typed in just his pro stats and he's a big time champion. Tony Bennett recruit. 
Is that uh, Brogdon? No, that's Clay Thompson. Oh, um, giving a little shout out. Clay Thompson to me is an incredible basketball player, and uh, I remember watching him at uh, Wazoo. And Wazoo, Tony Bennett's a great coach because you know these. Like, dude, I've watched Wazoo my whole life. Yeah, they were never very good. Yeah, uh, this year Kyle Kyle Smith, it's promising year one, um, but they were never a ranked team until yeah they Tony, went pretty in, deep in, with uh, until Tony Bennett got there. Yeah, they were that was like the worst job in America before Tony Bennett, Bennett got there. Yeah, it was pretty pretty bad. Um, I'm trying to see his. They don't even have his stats. Why is he on the website still as a part of their basketball program? <laughs> They're just milking this. Oh boy. Um. Oh, okay, so twelve point yeah, I feel great about this then. Twelve point five as a fresh, nineteen point six as a sophomore, twenty one point six as a junior. Okay, Clay Thompson can light it up. We're gonna touch on him a little bit more when it comes to the yeah. pros. Yeah, because I mean it's well maybe. Well, we'll touch. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll definitely discuss that. Um, so give me your number five or number four. I'm sorry, my number four, near and dear to our heart, certainly, uh, local legend. NBA legend um, and, you know, cultural phenomenon. Dennis Scott. For, well, yeah, Dennis Scott. <laughs> uh, this is none other than Bubba Chuck, Allen Iverson. Mm. The number He's up there for me, man. Four, two guard in college basketball history in my lifetime, at least. A little higher for you? Uh, but he, even with that said, man, I think he was much better in the pros than he was in college. Absolutely. Um, His stats, though. Impressive in his two years. I think if he had stayed at third, maybe um, that would have helped him. But 20.4 points per game, 25 points per game his sophomore year. Also uh, 4.6 assists and 3.2 steals per game mm. over a two-year mm. period. That's playing some fucking yeah. defense. Yeah, he was a baller. And he was a great high school quarterback, too. Yeah. Uh, and defensive back. Still holds the Virginia State record with, I believe, seven or eight interceptions in a game. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Ty Detmer playing quarterback. No, no, no. Uh, I know on I, the defense. No, no, no. Oh, is Ty Detmer playing? Ty Detmer threw seven picks yeah. in the, in the, in the NFL in the game. <laughs> well, um, who is it? Uh, fucking D'Angelo Hall picked off, uh, oh, like three times, four right? times, four times in one game. He who picked off, uh, Rex Grossman. <laughs> I know I had James hasty on my fantasy team and the Ravens, I believe it was, were starting stony case. Yeah. Quarterback from Friday Night Lights and New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, Mike Winchell from Friday Night Lights, uh, backup quarterback in high school. That's who it's based on, right? Yeah. Stony Case. Um, Stony Case was playing on, I think this was a Thursday night game. Yeah. And I had James Hasty as my DB, as my cornerback. And uh, he had three picks and two of them went for six. Mm. I thought that was like the best <laughs> I ever seen. I'm like, man, between Derek Thomas, like they were on the same defense. Who was the uh, D back? James Hasty. James Hasty. Yeah. Man. But I'm saying like I had forever like these defensive players on the Chiefs. Yeah. That just fucking blew up for me. Lit I had Derek Thomas who had, had the seven sacks and the safety. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and like people were like, what the fuck this guy? Because when you look at your fantasy stats the next day, you're like, how is a defender scoring 20 points? Right. And it's like James Hasty had two pick sixes and a third pick. So three, it doesn't get a ton better than that. Yeah. Sony case never started another NFL game in his <laughs> career. I feel sorry. I hope you're good. And yeah, but I, yeah, I shouldn't feel too sorry for you. Cause I know he was dating. I think Ali Landry at one point in his life. Nice. So he did well. That's a Dorito chick back in the day in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, give me uh, your number four. My number four is Jerry Stackhouse. Okay. And, uh, yeah, he stood out to me 
in college. I don't care about the stats. Yeah. I mean, the stats are still good. Did, did they win a championship with him running the point or he wasn't they, even running the point or the, uh, the yeah. two rather. Okay. Um, I, what they, they were 93. They won 94 was Duke. No, Duke was shitty in 94. Who won 94? No, Arkansas, Arkansas. So it goes, it goes UNC, Arkansas, UCLA. Yeah. And then Kentucky was it or then UCLA went again, but they lost. Right. I think so. Yeah. Who beat UCLA again? I don't know. You got to pull that shit up. I know it, but I don't know it. I don't feel confident enough to say each year. Jerry Stackhouse was 94 and 95. I don't think he won a championship. Yeah. I think he was just part of a very, very good UNC team. Yeah. I think they might've lost in the final four of the elite eight. Okay. Um, Damn. 19 points and eight boards. Oh, I feel good about it. sophomore year. I feel good about it then. Jeez. All right. Give me your number three. All right. My number three. Little guy we all know and love from Marquette. Victor Page, make your list. <laughs> That's right. He's not from Marquette, but uh, shout out to Victor Page. I think he might have died. Rest in peace, Victor Page. Yikes. That happened. Um, I believe his name is Dwayne. Dwayne. Oh, Wade. how did I fucking forget him? On this? Oh, come on. What a boo-boo. Only played two years, lit it up, 17.8 points and 21.5. Okay. Well, at least he only played two years. 6.5 rebounds over oh, the course. Fuck that. Forget Dwayne Wade. <laughs> 2.3 steals. Dwayne Wade. He was a baller. Killed there. it. Took Marquette pretty deep. And check us out. He kind of went late in that draft. Not not really late, like late in first round, but he should have been drafted way for, way earlier. What was he, like five or something? I feel like he was like six, seven, something like that. Yeah. But I'm saying like I, everyone that knew in college, I feel like watched him. You're like, this dude should be like the f- one, two, or three. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the how, how is he dropping? You knew at the time you were watching. Like- and then, of course, Pat Riley, who I know is a fucking dude that knows his shit, drafts him. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be good. That's why they're, they're that's why he gets paid the big bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Wade might need to be on my top ten. Probably needs to be on my top ten. We'll make the adjustment later. Mm. My uh, number three is Iverson. All right. Certainly uh, enjoy that. Um, and you know that, uh, you know, it's funny because I think Wade probably had the better college career. Than Iverson? Just because I think <laughs> they did more damage in the tournament. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade was, uh, as that tournament was unfolding, and uh, I, I really think he killed it in the tournament too. Yeah. Because. No, he did. Yeah. They went to the final four. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, he needs to be ahead. I, I fucked it up. I fucked it up on Wade needs to be in there. We will make the adjustment yeah. just like we did today. How did I forget that? I'm making it. I'm talking about it. I'm arguing all his over shooting, your pro list. Right? Yeah. Arguing his point in pro list. And I, yeah. All right. So Dwayne Wade's my number three. You said yeah. Iverson was your number three. Yep. All right. My number two college guard could certainly be argued as the number one. Uh, that's Ray Allen from UConn. Mm. Um, Points per game over a three-year period, 12.6, Um, Average six boards over the course of three years. Ray Allen was a freaking stud. Uh, Yeah, he's on my list. Okay. Hint, hint. <laughs> and, uh, and by the way, Anderson Hunt was ruled out. Okay. Because... Because he was old, he was too old. Yeah, I uh, he would be in there. I never really got to watch UNLV during that uh, championship yeah. spur. When I went back and watched the highlights, like, holy shit, who's that guy? Yeah, and I was always like, oh, this Anderson Hunt. And he would be good in today's NBA. Just a that's little, one a bit of a tweener. It's like Charlie Ward. Who was who tweeted that out today? That that 
Oh, I forget who tweeted that out. Someone was saying Charlie Ward would be incredible. And yeah. I was like, dude, we just talked about this. Charlie Ward in today's NBA or NFL would, would have made it, I think. Yeah. He would have done first fine. round pick. Yeah. Um I'm gonna my number two is Sean Respert. Again, this is a guy based on stats that if I had seen him play personally, now he played until ninety five, so I almost have no excuse not to know, but this is where you being a bigger college uh, basketball fan. Back His college day. point guard was Eric Snow. Good backcourt. Back yeah. Holy shit. Um, but Sean Respert was a guy that once again, I think would benefit being in today's NBA. Yeah. Now, undersized. He, undersized back then. Very undersized. That's why he was a failure in the NBA. Six one one ninety five. No, yeah. To play shooting guard six one. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Today's NBA. You can kind of get away with that. Yeah. I mean, so. Uh, yeah. Steph Curry is what six yeah. three, plenty of them. But he looks like he's like yeah six one. So I I got dude Respert lit it. Respert sixteen points per game 20, 24, and then twenty five point six. Yeah, this dude could ball. He could ball. He would light it up, dude. Yeah, I mean he looks he like scoring was his thing, but that's what you ask of a two guard, generally speaking. Yes, exactly. And when you get to those type of points. I know we can't go back and quote Hershey Hawkins when he was averaging 36.6 a game at Bradley as a senior in the 80s. Jeez. But. Wow. And then those are two 20-minute halves, bro. That's <laughs> less time than the It's like a point a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, well, Sean, Chamberlain. <laughs> Sean Respert had two. Um, so give me, your, give, give me your one. Who's your one then? Do one. I not have my one? Wait. No, you, got it. you already said my one. Who's that? Rip Hamilton. Okay, my one, my one is Ray Allen. Yeah. So, uh, we're both going with UConn guards. Were they back to back? Yeah. Jeez. Just filth. UConn was nasty back Just in the day. Filth. Yeah. Uh, those are our top ten college players of all time. If you think that's controversial, wait till you hear the NBA because I hate myself for my list. <laughs> <laughs> this is the college experience. You're tuning into a bunch of fucking idiots, but I want to tell you. <laughs> that these idiots are solid Americans and we're brought to you by my book. <laughs> no, we're brought to you by aceperhead.com. Look, you ever thought about starting your own sports book, but don't know how aceperhead is here to help you start your own sports book. They'll provide you with an all inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers a live betting and amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Once again, that's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. Boom. And just like that, man, dude, this is the hardest, <laughs> the stupidest <laughs> list of all time. Yeah, a lot of factors like uh, making this tough. This is the hardest list we've ever had to do. It's like it's almost like quarterbacks times ten. Yeah, quarterbacks was hard because you're like, well, look at the stats. Peyton Manning's the greatest quarterback ever. Right. It's like no, 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 no. The rules changed. Yeah. And you cannot convince me he's even sniffing that close to that. I mean, he's a great quarterback. Well, he was my number four, so he's pretty close for me. Yeah, he was like my number six. Yeah. I'm not talking shit about the guy. Yeah. I'm just saying stats can make it look like hey. He's the best fucking guy ever. Right. Well, Drew Brees, anyone who wants to talk yeah. about stats. And I love Drew Brees. No one's arguing that Drew Brees is the best quarterback Drew Brees. ever. Yeah. Right? As a human, uh, yeah. seems like a you great dude. Love the guy. Yeah. I root for him. I was a fan of him on the Chargers, fan of him yeah. everywhere he's the been. The fact is he's throwing more touchdown passes than any person and in he's NFL. He didn't sniff our top ten. Yeah. Yeah. He was probably just on the outside of the top ten. Yeah, he's close. Um but 
Similarly, the shooting guards, the the change in eras is a is a massive factor here. Um, obviously, in this era, I want to say probably the average scoring is twenty points per game higher this in the is league. Dumber. This is just it, dumb. Yeah. When you break down these stats per team, that is. Yeah. Go. You feel free to talk more about that. Well, yeah. It's just yeah. I mean, I think probably in the nineties there was a time when. Um, I don't know, maybe like 95, 96, 97, 94, somewhere in there, like in, in between 92 and 97, it dropped down to like only one team in the league was scoring a hundred points per game. Yeah. And now only one team in the league is not scoring a hundred points per game. It's well, like, and that's, and that's the thing though. When people get into these things where they quote these stats it, it, and I know it's going to happen when we get to small forwards and LeBron James mentioned and, and, and no disrespect, he's incredible. Like, I think he's one of the best players I've ever seen, if not the best, Yeah, but um, the league is so different. If you're comparing stats from like a guy in 1985 mm-hmm. or 1989 to someone in 2017, I actually think 89 starts to get more similar from like a league wide trend. I really think, feel like 90s, nah, but you still get punched in the face for going to the middle of the lane. <laughs> sure. The game has changed. Yeah. That's what I mean though. Yeah. And I, I still say not really dude. You don't have people averaging triple doubles in 1989. Probably not. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think anyone did it before until Oscar Robertson in the sixties. Yeah. And then the next one to do it was, uh, in this ridiculous era where Russell guaranteed Westbrook. contracts and no one tries hard in the regular season. <laughs> we'll get to all this. Yeah. Number 10. I want to hear about why your 10th. And I don't know your list. That's the best part about this. Ooh, you know, we talked a lot since we uh, made our last adjustment <laughs> Dude, here. This is a silly, silly list. You know what? But fuck it. I'm sticking with it. Okay. Strictly because he was an assassin that played big and big games all the time, all the time. And that's a factor. He may not have uh, had quite the full repertoire or the defense that other guys had, but Reggie Miller uh, shredded a lot, shredded the Knicks shredded a lot of teams in mm-hmm. the clutch and, and kept his team deep in the playoffs many years. So, uh, yeah, put him on, put him on as my number 10. I have a love hate relationship with Reggie Miller. Of course. Um, this list is retarded. <laughs> he doesn't make my list. Okay. And one other guy that I think is better than him. So he's not even my 11th. Uh, Reggie Miller. Miller. Okay. Because this f- stupid list. Yeah. Keeps one of Colby's favorite players off. It keeps multiple. <laughs> like a lot of these players. Yeah. Is it's very stupid because <laughs> I don't know. Well, just tell us if who you're it is. stuck in a in a room and you're trying to draft, but you look at the stats and it's so much better. Right. It, 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 you're you're caught between a rock and a hard place here. So it's not I'm not gonna do what you think. My guy that you think, I'm putting him on the list. All right. I have as number 11, Ray Allen. Okay. And I think Ray Allen didn't make my list, but did it well for a Miller. long time. I think he's better than Reggie Miller all around in his prime. You can make the argument. Uh, statistically, I think that but would back, he, you'd be he, backed up by that. Yeah, I don't even care about the stats. Though. I love Reggie too. Has right? more game. Yeah. All around yeah. more game, except not. Better defender too. Not yeah. the assassin 
Although, I mean, look, he definitely was somewhat of an assassin. Ray Allen was uh, consistent as hell. He he was a bit. He hit a lot of big shots. None bigger than the championship saving yeah. shot in Game Six against the Multiple. Spurs. Multiple with the Celtics, he did it too. Yeah. Um, you might have a point. Yeah. Well, look, I'll be honest, dude. I think this is what's fucked up is that you go through these stats. Yeah. I think Ray Allen's better than Vince Carter, but I have Vince Carter on my list. Yeah. The stats when you back it up say Vince Carter's better. But if you're telling me I'm playing one season and I'm drafting, I'm drafting Ray Allen or Vince Carter every day of the year. Yeah. Every day of the year <laughs> in this prime. That's tough. It's tough because uh it's tough because even though Vince Carter was a more awe-inspiring player, obviously like played above the rim to a much higher degree and had a good jumper, not on uh Ray Allen's level, but was plenty of uh, plenty capable shooter as evidenced by his scoring throughout his career, which Ray Allen also had plenty of buckets uh, yeah. and, and scoring in his career. Um, but uh, Vince Carter didn't play in as many or neither of them played in a ton of huge, I, I guess. Whoa. Yeah. Once he got to the, uh, I, I guess early in his career, where would you say Ray Allen was in Boston as the number, as the, uh, he was the third best player, but I also think he played huge. Huge in some games that he sure. might have been first or second. Would you say he was number two on um or number no? I guess uh, three, three on Miami. Yeah, over Bosch. No, I think he probably got to put Bosch because he's late in his career. Yeah. But I'll say this is that people don't know that the Bucks went deep when he was with the Bucks, and then when he was with the Sonics, he also went to the playoffs. Now with the Sonics, they were a, they were a fake playoff team. Yeah, they were like the seventh seed, eighth yeah. seed, something like that. But with the Bucks, they were legit. They had Cassell, him, Big Dog Robinson with George Carl. And Anthony Mason. You said they were Eastern Conference yeah. Finals. Yeah, they they lost to the Sixers with uh, Iverson. Allen Iverson. I think it went seven. If memory serves me correct, I, I think see it went that seven. that blows yeah. my mind because I don't. Del Curry was on their bench. Was they on, had a good uh, team, man. Milwaukee's bench. Tim Thomas. It's a good team, but um, they didn't. They had a horrible big. I think they started Irvin Johnson, but um, uh, Ray Allen was just a machine to me on those teams, and that's what people forget. Like, because in his later years, he was worse defensively. Yeah. His first, you know, earlier in his career, he was better defensively. And he was never like, that was never his specialty. Yeah. But he was a better defender than most realize. Yeah. Um, but to me, it's criminal, like, having to throw him and Reggie off this list because, honestly, dude, let's just talk. You feel like. Let's just talk about it right now. If you had right now. Yeah. Not right now in, as in, the, in their life, but in their prime. You have to win a game. You got Ray Allen and Reggie Miller. And you got James Harden. You're gonna take James Harden over those guys? No, I don't. I would not either. I mean, if you want to talk about like ability to fight, like Reggie Miller, even Vince Carter, I don't know that I could take over those guys. Yeah. Those like Allen and Miller played absolutely huge in big games. I agree with you. If I had to take one guy who I want to lead me to a, a victory, I'm taking Reggie Miller. That's one. what makes it so tough though. Ray but, Allen two. Yeah. Probably Vince Carter three. No, I take uh I don't know. Harden and Carter are both not winners. But you look at that stat. You look at we pulled up their career stats and I mean some of them you just draw dropping statistics yeah. on, on some of these. So it is what it is. I mean, you can at some point the stats gotta speak something for itself, but at the same time I think there's a gigantic curve in today's NBA compared to then. Yeah. I don't feel good about me leaving Ray Allen and Reggie Miller off my top 10 list, but you did it anyway. Tell us about he got game. What did you think of that movie? I thought it was horrible. And I'm a, uh, and I'm a Spike Lee fan. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what, yeah. 
Did you see the scene where he's on the recruiting chip to uh, Tech U? And I they mean, gets I haven't watched it in twenty years. Pulled yeah. into the uh, bedroom with the two uh, oh, blonde. Of course, Rosario Dawson and uh, and no, it was two blonde porn stars. Oh no, it was Mila Jo. Oh, I don't remember actually. I think I it was saw like, the film, but it's like uh, been like twenty. It's been like eighteen years. Two girls that look. Like, I think Jenny McCarthy may have been one of them. What? No, it wasn't Jenny McCarthy. No. It, was, it was two. You're maybe Carmen silly. Electra. It was some ridiculous. Yeah. Why is it was a nice scene? Right it was a nice scene. Ray Allen, salute to you for that. I liked the movie. He got game. He was actually a pretty good actor. Yeah, he did a good job. For uh, for for he was in another movie too. But um, okay, my number ten then is Clay Thompson. And <laughs> this guy holds a special place in Colby's heart. I just think he's really, really good. I think he's actually kind of the key ingredient on that Warrior team. I think he's slept on. I think he's yeah. underrated. I mean, it, it, he's it, the best offensive player on that team. He and, hasn't had the opportunity to be the number one guy, but. In stretches, he's obviously shown. Does he have the two highest single quarter uh, point uh, totals <laughs> he in might, NBA? He history? might. I think he might. Yeah. I think he does. I, I know certainly he has one, the one, number one, where he scored like I want thirty five or thirty six points, or maybe thirty seven points in a in fucking a quarter. quarter. Yeah. Good. How is that even humanly possible? And you know he doesn't. He averages about somewhere between fourteen and seventeen shots per game, with the exception of last year, he shot eighteen. Yeah. Everything else. That's not what a number one. Uh, well, he's on a team with shooter. Durant and uh, well, for right. I'm not yeah, saying that he's yeah, not capable, yeah. but he's not getting number one shooter type of uh, attempts. He's he's criminally underrated, I think, yeah. in, in a lot of people's eyes. You and he I mean? did like, just make second team All NBA, and uh, he's a great defender. Yeah, Cole, I, that's the one thing I've never appreciated him as much for. But if you ever make second team NBA, that means you're the second best defender in the NBA at your position, as far as people recognize it. And uh, that means you probably never uh, drop before uh, below like six or seven in the league defensively in a five or six year stretch on either side of that. So, and he's done that. He multiple, must be a good defender. multiple times. I, I mean, yeah. he's long, he's physical, you know, he's assertive. He's got high basketball IQ. Again, the son of a uh, yeah, NBA Michael, player, Michael Thompson. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got him at 10. And once again, man, and I, I'm going to make this argument. I would take him over a lot of guys that are higher on my list. Yeah. Like if you tell me right now, I'm drafting Vince Carter and clay Thompson, I'm taking clay Thompson, but yet I got Vince Carter higher on my list. Yeah. I would wonder what would happen if you put clay Thompson on a team solo and see how many points he would get. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I don't like this list. <laughs> He's a better basketball player. I think now, than some of these guys is the fact that clay Thompson seems like a much cooler guy to have a beer with, uh, than Vince. I don't even have any animosity towards Vince. He yeah. seems cool. Vince seems cool yeah. too, but then most people, because clay Thompson seems like a fucking good. You get busted for doing blow and like in, in Pullman. Right. <laughs> but I mean, that's not my drug of choice anyway. So I mean, he has a good time. No. <laughs> All right. My number nine. Yeah. I'm going to get shot on for this. Okay. I'm sure this is probably pretty close to where you have him as well. Uh, that said, he should have won MVP in my opinion last year. He did win it two years ago. Uh, that's James Harden. Um, no, no, no. I'm not going to shit on you. Live this. No. Like I, well, first off, like, I don't know that he's in our top 10. Well, you're not going to shit on me, but everyone else out there is going to shit on us. Those stats are misleading, man. And it's the same way I had Steve Nash and Mike D'Antoni's shit. Yeah. Like that offense is just, it's a circus. It's a, literally like a circus. Yeah. The stats they put up, it's like Paul Westhead all over again. Yeah, few like he's shooting like what you said, twenty four point five shots per game. Yeah. That's so many. 
All those stats need to like, they, you got to put them through a, you know, you got to ring them through some water. Yeah. Most <laughs> of the scoring down, most of the like top five scores in the league uh, over the past 20, 30 years have been, I would say in like the 20 shot to 21 shot per game range, you get up to 24. You should be getting insane buckets. Kiki Vandaway averaged 31 points a game one year. Yeah. There you go. No one knows who Kiki Vandaway is. <laughs> and yeah, I ever tell you my story in Laguna beach. <laughs> uh, you did I'm playing pickup basketball. Yeah. And that dude joins on the basketball court at like 60 years old. Yeah. And we don't know it's Kiki Vandaway. Yeah. He's just an old dude. Uh huh. And he comes out there and like, there's wind on these courts, man. Yeah. It's right at the ocean. Yeah. This dude is bawling on us, dude. Man. <laughs> just bust like, oh my God, three man. pointers. <laughs> dude, the game was over. Like this dude, he shot like a 90% from deep. As soon as he stepped on the floor from deep, like, yeah. and he was on, he's like six, nine. So it's like, he's yeah. fading away and just burying every shot in the wind. Like heavy wind is right on the ocean, yeah. man. Filthy. He's like probably 60 years old and we're sitting there like, Still man, let it. me just never play basketball ever right. again. You're what, so much better than all of what us. What was it? The uh, Scalabrini white mamba. Yeah. Thing? When he did, when he challenged people on YouTube, like he, yeah, it was like 25 straight people, uh, yeah, challenged him. Everyone talks -on shit and he's like, yeah, play me one-on-one. -on -one. He just destroyed all he of skunks them. like all of them. But Kiki Vanna was a dude that averaged 30 a game in the NBA. It was yeah. in the eighties, but I'm saying like right. my argument and that's not a shout out to Kiki. You destroyed us yeah. <laughs> in pickup basketball. Yeah. But I'm saying is that it James Harden make states, you the best ever. <laughs> their states stats are are just look. I can't stand this guy's game. I'll be honest. Yeah, he can score. I loved him at Arizona State. Yeah, I can't stand the guy's effort. He reminds me of he's like Derek Coleman of the shooting guard. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like you go to YouTube, watch his defensive performances. Watch on offense when he doesn't even have the ball in his hands. Yeah, it's it's he me, checks me, me. out yeah. and it drives me absolutely crazy. It drives me absolutely crazy. That said, when he does have the ball in his hands, he's filthy. He's like, yeah. uh, you know who he's like kind of to me? Who's that? Carmelo Anthony. Like uh, there was a time with Carmelo Anthony where I saw him and he was almost as good as any shooter in the uh, mud's yakking all over the place. Now um, time out, time out, time out. Ah, oh, sorry. My dog was just vomiting everywhere yeah, before uh, mud. So rudely interrupted. Perfect timing, man. <laughs> Perfect timing. Like puking all over the floor. Uh, yeah. What we were talking about is James Harden. Um, you know, obviously amazing stats, but, uh, the effort level. And I was saying he kind of reminds me of Carmelo Anthony, someone who can get buckets in their prime, able to get buckets basically at will. There's no one that can stop them in the you, whole. Do league. you think Camar Carmelo Anthony will make your top ten small forwards? I know. I know we haven't looked at Dovin anywhere yet. Uh, I'm reluctant to think so off the top of my head. He might because I think uh, small forwards weren't as in vogue back. I mean, in the just 90s. off the top of my head, though, you got LeBron, uh, Larry Bird, Dominique Wilkins, Scottie Pippen. Yeah, is Larry Bird going to be in our? Uh, I don't think he's going to make our list. Oh, that's true. Dominate barely, but maybe, maybe not even. Yeah. Um, then, Carmelo might then, end up. I'll say if you, if you cut out the eighties, it does look like he'll make it. Yeah. The nineties just didn't have a ton of great threes. Huh? Uh, you're, you're hating on Chris Mullen. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. Continue what you're saying. Yeah. He's just like, I mean, do you trust uh hard to win? We, we were just talking about it uh, while mud was, we're cleaning up mud's puke. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Harden uh, <laughs> Harden's the type of guy that um, he signs the hundred million dollar contract and then 
you know, he cashes in the chips. He's, he's content to get his 30, 35 points per game. And it's so annoying not to have watch. a realistic chance of winning a title because he's getting his and he's getting paid uh, when he and checked, that's just who he is. When he checks out in these games, man. And like, you'll see it. And sometimes he's, it's even on offense. The guy who's a guy who averages like 36 a game, yeah. he'll check out on a possession. If it's not going to him or once yeah. he's passed it up, he's like, it's just really challenging for me to respect. Yeah. It's I think he's incredibly talented. Yeah. He, I, I love the guy with the, with the game on the line. I think he can get the bucket to win the game. Yeah, he can create his own shot and he can hit it. He's got range. He's got uh, ability to drive, finish at the hoop. It, here's a comparison. Mickey Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rourke was a very good actor in the eighties. Yeah. Right. And then I don't know what the fuck happened in his Phoned personal life, fuck in. but he, they, he phoned it in. Yeah. And at that point, and then he went off the deep end. Yeah. And he didn't give a shit. He was doing every movie. He's doing like fucking, you know, like Weekend at Bernie's eight. <laughs> yeah. Any movie possible he was doing. Yeah. I feel like he's always been a talented actor. Mm-hmm. You saw it once again in the wrestler. Yeah. He was great in that. That's what I'm saying. I didn't even really even know who Mickey Rourke was until that. Oh, dude, you go back and watch some of the Pope of Greenwich village in the eighties. So there's, he's been in some movies and you're like, dude, dude can act. Yeah. And then he re- sprinkled that in occasionally. He did this he's movie. the Bosworth of the eighties. Uh, but but you see what I'm saying though is that like but he got it got to his head and he started doing like all these terrible films yeah um and just not caring to me yeah that's why I I see like James Harden could be a a a you know I think he is a phenomenal scorer and I think when he wants to be he can be higher on the list much higher on the list yeah but the problem is is drive yeah you know what I mean like honestly when I think about James Harden I'm not trying to shit on him his effort the beard pisses me off. I think that pisses everyone off a little bit, but uh, how about his travel? He's put, he is the current Ewing. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like look at that dude and say, that's guy, that guy's got the drive to take his team to win a championship. I think he's best in like the role he had on the thunder. as like the number three guy who like, if you, you know, he's kind of disproved that he scored 36 a game. I mean, no, no, no. But I just mean in terms of <laughs> okay, like, okay. uh, like, if you want that guy to be your best chance of winning with Harden, yeah, yeah. it would be, okay. you'd be in that role. You wouldn't have him as you might have him as number two. You might be fine. as. Number I mean, two. I, I understand. I have him at nine or you have him as a, if you can make him a scoring specialist and surround him with like Ben Wallace's and shit, well, yeah. then maybe like uh, you can mask his utter life. I, I don't think so though. I think uh, to win in the NBA, you require a team effort. And I don't think that's something that he I like, have him at nine and yeah. I would draft 10, 11 and 12 before nine. And that's a, Look, I can't say that when I did quarterbacks. Yeah. Like I had Peyton Manning at like five or six. I had young and Montana and Brady ahead of them. I would draft young Montana and Brady ahead of them. So my list is more accurate. This is the only list that I've had where it's like the stats are so good. You can't ignore them. I can't ignore him, but in my head, if I'm the general manager, if you're hiring me to be a GM, yeah, I would draft Clay Thompson yeah. and Ray Allen and Reggie be- Miller before Reggie Miller's friend. I think I would draft Reggie too. Yeah, but to me, definitely, I would take Ray Allen and Clay Thompson over over James Harden for my team if you're trying to win. Yeah, well, that's the point of sports, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, some of these guys just want to fill uh, seats. Yeah, that's so. yeah, true. But I'm saying, if the, I would like to think the general, well, you're true. You're, you're the Bullets general managers. I don't think we're trying to win in the '90s. All right. Um, okay, number eight. Uh, my number eight is another guy that um, questionably a shooting guard. I think he plays the game like a shooting guard, even though he uh, maybe be might be qualified and classified as a point guard uh, in today's game. 
That's uh, Damian Lillard. Uh, super wet. Obviously, uh, several like series winning buzzer beat two. Yeah, I think from like playoff. fifty-five feet out. Yeah, he's nasty. Uh, it's tough to appreciate him because he's lost out there in Portland. I do dig how like when they got rid of Aldridge, which they wanted to keep Aldridge. Yeah. Aldridge wanted out. On, he put a quiet in a little bit of a sense. Um, that's weird. Aldridge to wanted, go to San Antonio. I guess. Aldridge wanted. He's from Texas. Oh, okay. Um, that I loved Damon's effort after that. Stepped it up. Yeah, man. I felt like he was like, and that this is to me the op- this is like the opposite. You're right. I, I would have thought uh, Portland would have fallen off. Yeah. Without Aldridge. Th- this is the opposite. The Portland's always great at, at front office, despite their first round draft picks getting injured. Yeah. Um, they have great like second round picks going back to the days of Jerome Kersey. Yeah. Um, but I love his effort, man. And he's higher on my list. Not by much, but he's higher. Okay. My number eight. Is Vince Carter. Okay. Well, he's my number seven. So let's talk. Okay. Well, my number seven is Damian Lillard. So right, we're so, good. Okay. <laughs> let's talk Vince Carter. Um, I like him as a human. I think he's probably a cool ass dude. I, I bet he is too, but I've heard uh, again on the Reddit that I had, uh, he's not cool. Some, some douchebag stories. I mean, you him. find a Reddit, you find everybody. that's an asshole. That's right? true. That's true. He seems like a cool guy, Vince Carter. I'll say, I mean, look, the, one of my only things is I, I'll say this, man, is I thought Vince had as much, if not more athleticism than Kobe. Yeah. Kobe had the drive to win more than Vince. Yeah. Well, undoubtedly, but it's not like I ever saw Vince. Like not, it's not like Harden where I saw him like completely not care. Yeah. <laughs> I think Vince lacked the drive though, I, I think to so like too. develop his game. He got yeah. better, but, and like I said uh, a couple minutes ago, I would, I would draft. Ray Allen over Vince Carter. Yeah. Vince Carter. If you're trying to put, t- it's like the Sean Butts Kemp effect. Seats, yeah. It's like, you want people to be there for the slam dunks. Yeah. Or do you want to win have, a championship? Right. You, you, you want a star that's going to score 25 to 30 points a game and do some thunderous dunks. Then I'll be honest with you, with you fans out there. I didn't have him in my top 10, but then when I saw the stats, I was like, ah, I got to put him in the top 10. <laughs> yeah. He had a nice career. Vince Carter, Vince Carter, uh, incredibly the, athletic. Yeah. Um, so my, my number seven is Lillard though. So, um, I love, I love Damian Lillard's game. I like it. He's got, I mean, he's still, it's, it's a weird he's situation. Undersized. It's, he's like a point guard that shoots crazy. Yeah. I'd like to see him against a, a, a big rangey defender. And him and Westbrook it. are very similar. I think mm. from a scoring standpoint, not obviously through Westbrook. will go get like 15 boards. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah. I think Lillard may even be a little bit better of a scorer than Westbrook. Not by much, but okay. Lillard has a, a wetter three ball. I think um, Lillard's game's great. Once again, it's a really tough spot for me with Westbrook Lillard and, uh, and Curry. Yeah. They're to me, they're their own position. Yeah. They're guard. <laughs> yeah. They're not one. They're not. They, they don't play even guard. Iverson. I'll throw in there. Yeah. They're all their own position to me. Yeah. I don't define it as a true shooting guard or a true point guard. They pass the ball like a point guard. Sign of times. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Better passer than yeah, a shooting yeah. guard. All right. Worse than a point guard. Right in between. All right. So uh, uh, give me your number six. Six is, uh, again, a guy that we all love. But, uh, you know, practice apparently wasn't his thing. You want to talk about practice? Oh, you're going I, not, I, a game. I. not a game. Uh, not a game that I give a hundred percent to, 
practice. Uh, yeah, Allen Iverson, great. You know, the swaggiest player maybe in NBA history. <laughs> um, had a different uh, hairstyle every night, and it was always uh, impeccable. But um, and, and a phenomenal score. Four years of his career, over thirty points per game for a guy that's Damn. six feet tall and one hundred seventy-five pounds. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, especially for a guy that doesn't live at the arc. A lot yeah. of his work was done inside the uh, arc. So, um, Allen Iverson, number six. See, my number seven was uh, Damian Lillard, right? Yeah. And he's in Portland. My number six, I'm staying in Portland. Okay. I have Clyde Drexler. Clyde, the glad little higher on my list. I can see that, and I can I can actually, I don't know that I'm right yeah. by having him at six, because mm-hmm. I, I will say what, like, Iverson is a little bit higher on my list. Yeah. But if you look at Clyde's stats, he was way more complete than Iverson. Yeah. Way more, surprisingly way more complete than I thought in my mind. Yeah. I think a lot of that is that we didn't get to see Clyde truly in his prime. Yeah. 88, 89. Yeah. But we still saw him win championships as the second best player on the court. Yeah. Saw enough of him to know that he was fucking nasty. He was probably the second best shooting guard of the 1990s. Yeah. To Michael Jordan. Obviously. I think that's accurate. Sounds accurate. Um, so I got Clyde the glide. I mean, once again, like I said, when you're dropping 27 and a half and like eight boards and six assists and two steals. Yeah. And he's, he's like six, six. So he can guard three positions. Yeah. Pretty filthy. So, uh, I got Clyde Drexler coming at number six. He, he, you know what? And this might be a recency thing. Yeah. I think he might need to be, you know, the more I think about it, I'm like, well, he's more complete than I ever said. And he went, you know what? No, scratch that. I, I'm I'm backing you up with because uh, the fact he took the Blazers to the championships twice without Olajuwon. Yeah, granted he lost in those. Who else did they have? They had a complete team, but he was by far their star. Yeah, it was Terry Porter at the one, Drexler at the two, Kersey at the three, Buck Williams at the four, and Kevin Duckworth at the five. That's not. There's no like star power outside of uh, Drexler there. Yeah, Cliff Robinson was good. Uh, in Cliff 92. was young coming off the bench. Yeah, he was like a rookie. Yeah. I don't think he was on the first. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I think he came in '89. So he was on the second one. Yeah, yeah. Oh um, no, I guess he was. was he might have been on both. He might have been a rookie on the first yeah. one. Okay. They had Drazen Petrovic, but he was so young. He really, he didn't really I explode. He was on the Nets, or did he get? Uh... He, he was drafted by the Blazers. Once again, great front office. Yeah. But he couldn't get any shine behind Porter and Drexler. Porter was a beast. People don't know Terry Porter was. Yeah, a he beast. was good. Yeah, he was good. Um. So I'm gonna put. I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna put Iverson at six. All right. Uh, Iverson at six. All right. I'm going to back you up on that. There you because go. when I think Iverson only got there once and also he had Larry Brown, who's been proven to go to the finals multiple times. All right. I, Alan Iverson, while a rugged uh, perimeter defender, you know, uh, got his steals for sure. Um, limited defensively as a six foot, 175 pound yeah. person. Like you're not going to guard a six, six, like 225 pound dude. Like, and, yeah. You're going to get bodied up. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so then who's your five, my number five, and you're going to disagree with me on this, but, uh, you rank him a little, you value him a little higher than I do. Well, he's a true shooting guard. I think if, if it's he a is. player, I think you're talking about, he is, it's Dwayne Wade at yeah. number five. Um, he is a pure shooting guard and he has the mentality to either lead a team to a championship, which he did in 2006 or play the number two spot. Uh, which he did with LeBron. I actually think out of all the shooting guards left, maybe shorter Drexler, he was the biggest team player. Yeah. Look, you kind of, I mean, Dwayne Wade, there's something about him. That's soft to me a little bit. Really? 
Because like shooting guards to me are like the wide receivers. Yeah. And I feel like he's the one that is like kind of like the art monk. Yeah, he's humble and I like him. There's something very likable about him. There's something like pop culture bitch about him too. You know, I don't know. Hmm. Just like wanting to be on the super team and like Well, he was already there. Wearing a band-aid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But wearing a band-aid on your cheek for years on end. Uh, Nelly made it popular. <laughs> Trust me, I, I'm not a Nelly fan by any means, but right. I'm saying um it's uh <laughs> He just always struck me as a little bit. So, so he's soft. worse of a guard because he wore a bandaid on his face. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a Pete Myers used to wear a breathe right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Jim uh, McMahon wore a uh, Paul Tagliabue uh, Roselle. All right, Pete Roselle. Roselle. That's yeah. What it was. Yeah. Uh, headband because he was crazy. But that I, also made him cool as shit. It made him cool he was as shit. Saying like f you. But it showed that he was crazy, which probably made it make oh, sense. Hurt. I heard his career. So. Right, why he wasn't like able to be a a, a a student of the the class or a student of the game because he was nuts. In the same way that Dwayne Wade wearing a band aid indicates that he's like a little pop culture bitch and uh, isn't the toughest dude on the floor. Um, you're crazy. Okay, fair enough. He was great. Number five, he scored. He did it all, and he's a complete uh, two guard. So. My my number five is Russell Westbrook. Okay. And he's my number four. So let's talk. Um, I love the guy's effort. Yeah. I love how he wanted to stay in Oklahoma. Yeah. But let's be honest. He's crazy. <laughs> he is. He is a true wild card. He's an asshole. Uh, he's a real asshole. <laughs> I like him, man. Yeah. I like that edge. Yeah. But I'll say like, there are times he's got open players and he'll shoot like a 42 footer fading yeah. away. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing? He's confident. Yeah. That's a gunslinger. Right I there. mean, I he, like, he's got a little LA. He in pulls him. up yeah. and he hits a three and he screams as loud as he can with like the most psychotic look on his face. Like F you, <laughs> but dude, I mean, he's, he, I'll say this, man, that dude's a pleasure to watch considering his height and what he does. Yeah. He seems he plays above the rim all the time. Yeah. Um, I like him a lot. Even though I can't stand his press conferences and and stuff like that, yeah, I can't but like, stand his uh, wardrobe. That's, that's what sure. I mean. Yeah. It's not his press conference. It's not. Who, I, I actually his character. Actually, I dig. It's just at times it though. Bothers me. A bit. No, his character like off the court. On the court, I will say like, man, I love his effort. But there are times where it's like he will turn down a much easier shot for a crazy ass shot. Yeah, that has to mean something. Yeah, that means your basketball IQ is not very good. I think that uh, he hasn't like. Uh, where is he from? Is he from like? I think the he's hood? from L.A. Cause I'm he not sure. seems like hood as fuck, like psycho hood. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be like like you got a little Steve Smith in him. <sighs> Was he a, the wide receiver for the Panthers? Yeah, I'm saying he's from L.A. Also, I yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, I, I have no idea if they're from the same Just neighborhood. Like, yeah. Too much attitude to like calm down and like lead a team to a championship. You know, it's the opposite of fucking a. Uh, James Harden, you know, or James Harden. I would much rather play for, for if I'm a player or a general manager, I'm riding and I'm going with Westbrook all day. Of course. Yeah. I agree. I agree all day. So I got Westbrook as my, uh, number five. He was my four. So give me your four now. Clyde, the glide Drexler. Okay. He's my number three. Clyde, the glide. Uh, clearly his stats better than I realized, even though I, I do remember him being very, very good yeah. on Portland and Houston. Yep. Specifically Portland. Um, 
And there's no denying he's a little washed up by the time he got to Houston. Still good though. 20 points a game, you know? Yeah. Still good enough. He won a championship as the second best player. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Portland, man, he was nasty. He's very athletic. Yeah. Very good on steals. Um, I was going to put Westbrook above him until like 10 seconds before. And I realized, like I said, Drexler took him to the championship twice as the best player without winning. And then two times in three years, like, yeah, that's a solid prime right there. And then won a championship as the second best player on the court. So I think that speaks for itself. Yeah. So I'm going to put Clyde the glide at four. All right. You think Clyde Drexler is really better than Dwayne Wade? Yeah. I think Clyde, uh, was a better athlete. Five, (laughs) five slam a jamma. (laughs) Played above the rim. Dwayne Wade's a great athlete. Dwayne Wade's a great athlete, but I think uh, Clyde the Clyde's a little more of a fast twitch guy. I think he plays above the rim a little more than Dwayne Wade does, mm. especially uh, early on. We may not have gotten to see it as much when he was on Houston. And those Pumas were coming out. <laughs> That's right. Um, no. Not gonna agree. <laughs> All right, Fair but that's enough. you. Fair that's enough. you. I, and uh, I'm probably a person that doesn't give Dwayne Wade his due, and I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. I will say Wade has this going against him. Huh. He had Shaq for one championship, yeah, and that was also a championship that was fixed. Yeah, <laughs> that's when they played the yeah. Mavericks, and yeah. it was 500 calls to four. Yeah, and people can say that Shaq was past his prime back then. Now again. We have proven that MVP voting doesn't mean shit, but I want to say Shaq was like fifth in the league for MVP voting the year that uh, Miami won. Shaq was still good enough at that point. Yeah, he was a he was a factor. It made a big difference. Yeah, what was that? Oh five, oh six, something. In and there? like I said, they also had Gary Payton and like Anton Walker, who I, I've always thought was completely overrated, but he's not a unskilled player by any means. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll say this: Shaq had a better career than Dwayne Wade, right? He was a better player than Dwayne Wade in your mind. Basketball player? Yeah. I'll take Dwayne Wade all day. To lead your team to championships. I don't believe. You're that out of your mind. You. Wait, we said basketball player. I'm saying like to me, like Shaq was a force, but as a basketball player, he was not very good. Okay. But <laughs> as a thing that wins championships, is Shaq a guy who's going to win you more championships than Dwayne Wade? Yes. The answer is yes. How can you say that though? For sure. Because he took Orlando in 95. Yeah, Penny Hardaway. But it was Shaq. And Penny Hardaway, and when fucking Kobe was there, in, I never saw Shaq do it solo. In two thousand, he was always he was always the number one. He to me, at no point during the time that he and Kobe were on the Lakers together was Shaq not the better player. Kobe didn't become even. But can we still make a fair point that like, the only time Shaq won a championship it was, was backed by Phil Jackson sidekick. and Pat yeah. Riley and a and a sidekick. Sure, sure. Shaq's a better p- basketball player than Dwayne Wade. That's fair. I mean, look, it's a fair argument. I'm not going to disagree with it Yeah. because Dwayne Wade's only rings came with, with LeBron James, Ray Allen, Chris right. Bosh, and then, and then Shaq. But right. to me, they're both the same. They both had huge, huge, uh, sure. Dwayne Wade was the number one on that team. Like to me, Clyde Drexler made the finals and he, that was his team. Yeah. Shaq and Penny. I think, I think it was Shaq was the, was the better player on that team. Yeah. But I think Penny, I don't think it's even close. You don't give Penny Hardaway enough credit, but I way. think Penny Hardaway is overrated. He was like 21 and seven. Shaq was like 30 and 15 <laughs> and a liability as, as, as a large one pointed out. Well, I mean, when the whole game, but then, re- but then when you, I mean, dude, those Laker teams had Kobe Bryant had Robert Ori had a lot of key play Horace Grant. 
You know what I mean? Like a lot of very good players. That was like a fucking all-star team. Those Rockets teams you're talking about? No, the Lakers teams when he was on the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they were good and they won three championships in a row. Was it Glenn Rice on one too? Like they had players, man. You didn't even need to play the season the second time they won the championship. But also Phil Jackson. I'm not going to just, I think that's very similar to Wade because Wade had Mm. Riley with all of his championships and then Mm -hmm. LeBron. And (laughs) I, I have to disagree with you. Okay, well we just we, well, we fuck you. We see it different differently then. You hate Shaq, I hate Shaq too. But I don't, uh, he seems like a nice guy. I think yeah. I uh, that's a guy when I I hated I'd Shaq. I drink I a beer Shaq with. Now. Yeah, that's a guy like, I drink a beer with. Yeah, I think he's probably hilarious. No, the game was frustrating because I thought the game catered to him. Yeah, I've stated. I'm this just before. giving you a hard yeah. time, buddy. But look, I think they're similar. Wade never won one solo, like Drexler, yeah. or even got to one solo. Uh, this is the point I was gonna make. Yeah, Dwayne Wade never won a championship where he had the better career. Than uh, another person that was on his championship team with him. The Wayne Wade led the league in scoring, though. Yeah, that was those were some dark years for the NBA <laughs> for me. <laughs> like Steve Nash was winning uh, MVP during uh, those years. That is the that is. <laughs> I don't understand how Dwayne Wade. If you have Dwayne Wade leading the league in scoring, and you're giving the MVP to Steve Nash, I don't understand how. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Like they're they're light years away if you're drafting. Yeah, you're drafting a player right there. Yeah, it's way better than Who is, what does is, what does MVP stand for? Most valuable player. Oh, it's <laughs> funny how that works. Um, okay, my number three. Wait, did you do number three? Uh, Clyde the Glide. My number three is Dwayne Wade, and I sh- and this is interesting here. It is razor thin between Wade, uh, Wade and Kobe because Wade actually has better stats than Kobe. <laughs> I can see it a little bit razor thin to me. If you look at the stats across the board, Wade has a better stats than Kobe Bryant shoots at a better percentage stats here. He's got, he's a better player based off stats than Kobe. And he also had Phil Jackson. (laughs) That's true. That's a huge fucking thing to have. But listen, what did Phil Jackson ever do without two hall of famers on his, I think he's proven to be a very good. I guess he won a championship everywhere. He's been LA. He's won championships. Did did the Lakers win two more with Kobe? They did. Yeah. Yeah. And he only did the power is the number two. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. Phil Jackson's got like Phil Jackson's the best coach 11, of our lifetime. There's no denying that. Eleven championships. He's better than Pat Riley. Better than uh, Popovich. That's the closest. Yeah. That's the closest. But yeah, eleven championships tough to deny. Yeah. It's Phil and, and Popovich that can battle. Uh Dwayne Wade scoring is nowhere near Kobe Bryant. I feel like uh, as far as their peak performances, Dwayne Wade had one year at 30, two years at 27, 26, 25, 24, and then no more than 22 after that. Where Kobe Bryant. Well, we, we've already proven this. I think we went through and look at the shots. Kobe shot like eight more shots a game. Let's see. Did we? Uh, Dwayne Wade also at some point played with LeBron and, and uh, Bosch and Ray Allen goal attempts per game. Uh, Co- uh, Dwayne Wade for the career, 22 points per game on 16.7 attempts. Uh, you see what we're talking about? Yeah. 24 shots per game that Harden's taking right now is a fucking lot. Cause Dwayne Wade was getting shots his whole career and he still only averaged 16.7 a game. Yeah. Um, we were looking at Kobe now. Yeah. How many shots did he average? Cause I can tell you, I think Wade beats him in rebounding. And assist, right? Kobe Bryant for his career, uh, 19.5. So three more shots per game. It's significant. Uh, and it's significant because if you take out 
Kobe Bryant's first year or two when he sat on the bench. <laughs> that's jading that stat number down, I believe. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he went straight true. out of high school, he was not ready for the NBA. That's where Wade true. played college and came straight in there. Kobe at one point was shooting twenty-seven shots per game. Granted, that was the year that he scored thirty-five points per game. But uh Kobe shot the ball more. Kobe scored more. Uh I don't know what to make of that stat necessarily. I think Kobe was the better scorer. I can see where your argument is. No, but also I think I, I think I think Wade beats him in some other categories. Yeah, Kobe with uh, five point two rebounds and four point seven assists, one point four steals. Meanwhile, uh, Dwayne Wade, we said it was five five point two, four point seven, yeah, and one point four for Kobe. Uh, Dwayne Wade is getting. Uh, five or four point seven rebounds. So just a shade less of a lower, rebounder. Five point four assists. So he's a better passer, slightly, very slightly, and one point uh one point five steals. They almost have identical stats. Um, except Kobe I think, scores I think a Wade more. has more blocks. We looked this up the other day, and I was looking, and there was three stats that jumped out to me. Okay, I think he has way more blocks also per game. Okay. Um, well, Wade was zero point eight. He for the shot career. a better career per field percentage as well. Okay. Uh, let me do the let me do the old looky up. Uh, field goal percentage forty four point seven for Kobe, career wise, and shooting percentage forty eight. So significantly better. Yeah. Field goal percentage over the career for Dwayne, a, a more efficient player. Absolutely, Dwayne Wade. I think. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're taking three full less shots per game and and only averaging three points less per game, that doesn't. Include it's a compelling argument, man. It's really a compelling. Like I still put Kobe as two, but I'm saying when you look at the stats, it makes me think. Wade's closer. Well, Kobe won more championships, but I I don't know that that would have been the case if you put Wade on those teams. Wade was older, so by the time he came in the league, Shaq was older. My point is, is if he had Shaq in his first three years, yeah. I think he might have won three championships. No, absolutely. You know what I mean. So absolutely. then, it, what what does championships matter? Then? I think Kobe you know? was, was Robin on the first three championships of his. He career. was still very, 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 very good. He was right? nasty <laughs> by. That's it. I mean, but uh, two thousand, two thousand one, and two thousand two were his uh, championship years. Um, geez, actually, in oh one. He was scoring twenty eight point five points. So I'm saying, I think you're you are overrating your boy Shaq. Yeah, maybe. I mean, he was a force. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to decredit him. Um, but we all agree who's number one. But before I tell you who's number one, I'll tell you that the college experience is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. You know, gotta love some MyBookie.ag action. Look, all sports are done right now. Casinos are shut down. So you might as well. Go over to mybookie.ag. They got the answer for you. They are now offering you the opportunity to bet on simulated sports. You can get that itch scratched and win some cash. The best part is that not just 2K, they're doing all shit. Madden, NFL, NBA, they got it all coming for you. You can bet on it. Slate of games going off every two hours from noon to midnight every damn day of the week, Patty C. And it and if you get in right now, you can get in on some blackjack madness. They got a free blackjack tournament that t- you can you can win ten thousand dollars on this thing. Ten thousand dollar tournament going on right now, and uh, you still can get that foot in the door. So tr- so get over to mybookie.ag, and uh, and yeah. 
Go to mybookie.ag, sign up, use the promo code SGP to snag yourself some extra funds to play with tonight. Get over there. Go, 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 gadget, Patty C. All right. Mm-hmm. Go over to mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Patty C, number one is Michael Jordan. Let me, let me say this real quick. What's that? You said 20, uh, Kobe, uh, Kobe's 28.5 on uh, that second championship team. Yeah. Shaq, 28.7. Boom. <laughs> Point two. <laughs> but one's Robin. Yeah. Well, he's Robin because uh, Shaq was averaging 13.6 rebounds that year, too. No, he was a force, but the, in the no charge zone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> of course, Michael Jordan, number one. Yeah, no, no charge zone. Uh, a little helpful for good old, uh, what's, the, what's the nickname for Shaq? Uh, Diesel. Kazam. Kazam. There oh, you go. Okay. Jordan's our number one. Let's talk about this. To me, I was uh, talking with Colby yesterday, earlier today, and I had a hard time like defining Jordan's career just because I think uh, it's impossible to really know what he was because he was, he was given so many calls and because like, it just all seemed like I haven't watched a lick of that documentary. Cause I refuse to do that with my sports. Yeah. Uh, you already took sports off the table. Now you got to penalize me by doing a 10 hour, 10 piece documentary. Yeah. Look, he's the best player I've ever seen. I don't need to go through and get mad about certain things and the way he was portrayed. Let me tell you what though. Yeah. I think if Akeem Olajuwon shoots the ball, 24, 25, 27 uh, shots per game for his whole career. Right. If David Robinson does that, right. If they are that guy, that's like, give me the ball. I'm fucking scoring. Right. And then you get them a a star and another great all-star to play with them. An all-star starter, a hall of famer, a hall of famer to play with them. Right. And a hall of fame coach and a hall of fame coach. And you get the league behind them. A hall of fame power forward, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. But he wasn't there the first three, but Horace Grant was still a very good power forward. Yeah. But either way you get, you get those guys, a fucking star. And like, look, Robinson went to, uh, I mean, Akeem did it by himself. Right. Yeah. And Robinson, if he had beaten Akeem would have done it by himself, you know, except he would have had Rodman as his number two, but they would have beat the Knicks also. I don't know if they would have done that. No, the, they were, they would have been playing the uh, magic in 95. Oh yeah. And they would have beaten the magic. Maybe. It would have been, it would have been a good series. <laughs> I don't know. But Robinson was still torturing Shaq at that time. Um, Penny when, against Avery Johnson. It would have been a good series. <laughs> I mean, shoot. I, like we, like we said, I'm, it's surprising that, uh, uh, Rockets versus, uh, magic wasn't a better series. Well, there was two close games and Nick Anderson missed three free throws. So yeah, exactly. Um, but look, when, when Elijah was shooting 28 shots per game in that Western conference finals against Robinson, he was averaging like 39 points per game for the series. And that, and Michael Jordan did that for a whole season and he was averaging 37 for that season. And so that's how like, you know, Michael Jordan is viewed as the best ever because he shot the most ever. He's still the best I've ever seen. I feel comfortable with that statement. I mean, he's when you take into account Kobe Bryant, right? Yeah. And you, we, we dissected it the other day and I, I was looking at offensively. I was trying to like, and I didn't really make much separation between them. There was the one thing that we pointed out that Michael Jordan was a little more efficient with the ball. Whereas Kobe sometimes got a little reckless with the ball and it played a little more hero ball than even Jordan, you know? Um, and then, uh, defensively and rebounding Jordan was superior, you know, albeit uh, by a little bit, it was clear 
that Jordan was a little but, better. Uh, but you also are forgetting the biggest element passing the ball. No, well, passing the ball, yes, but also Jordan uh, played in an era where you got your ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's get. I the, mean, Kobe was in the league in 96. I understand, yeah. but he didn't really play until like 98. Yeah, that's true. Right? Uh, Maybe 97. Some of the physicality yeah. had started to leave. I mean, he had a couple years of it. I'm not, but I'm saying, dude, go watch the Pistons Bulls playoff series. Jordan got his ass kicked. Yeah. Then again, that Pistons team in 2005 was as physical as any or more than most nineties Knicks, uh, even the bad boys. They, that was one of the most dominant defensive teams in our lifetime. Yeah. But I still think that f- the basketball was phys- more physical in the nineties than it was in 05. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, so that kind of might have an impact on Brian's scoring a little bit. Also Jordan, a superior score, his stats, you know, Jordan averaged no charge zone. Also, I would, I would even argue that for Kobe. Yeah. On a, on a fast Going. break, you're less likely to, yeah. uh, you know, it's easier bucket. I mean, Jordan averaged 30 for his career. Kobe 25, I believe. So a full five points higher as a score. He's better dude. The championships. He's better. He's better. Um, but look, that that's what I'm saying is I think that honestly, in my opinion, if you take a guy like Elijah one, you take a guy like Robinson and you put them in Chicago or New York or Los Angeles, a huge market, right? One of the three biggest markets in America. And you give them an all-star behind them and you tell them, Hey, shoot 28 shots per game. And you're going to be getting uh 35 points and uh 15 boards, right? Yeah. Then they're the best player ever. But Michael Jordan was the guy. He's the one that won the championships, the way it shakes out. The thing we're deprived of most is that Rockets Bulls series. Cause I am one that thinks the Rockets would have beaten one of the two years. Maybe not both years. Yeah. One of the two years, the Rockets would have beat him. I think. Yeah. Probably the 95 team, which I think weird. the 95 team is better than 1914. Well, with Clyde, yeah. you know, you have Jordan giving, yeah. uh, I mean, you have Drexler giving Jordan an actual like competition yeah. Yeah. out on the perimeter, kind of limiting him. And then I think like just the mixture or he had been in the league more. I mean, can you imagine what uh, yeah. fucking um, Olajuwon would have done to like, who was their center? Bill oh, Wennington. Yeah. Luke Longley or Bill Wennington. Yeah. yeah. Elijah it wouldn't have been, been, it wouldn't have been pretty man. Yeah. That's why I, I, I do think that's, that's on most unfortunate. If this dude, and this is, we can talk shit about Michael Jordan. Cause if it wasn't for his gambling problem, he wouldn't have left basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is a gambling podcast. So go Michael Jordan. I mean so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So much of uh, Michael's legacy is the scoring and the championships. And like, uh, by the time he was still the scoring the first three championships, don't bother me as much as the last three. Yeah. I mean, he was like, you take Scotty Pippen, a hall of famer, you take Dennis Rodman, a hall of famer. Yeah. Right. Um, cool coach was a very the good re- best rebounder, yeah. maybe the best rebounder ever, or one of the, certainly of his generation by a yeah. mile. Yeah. Um, you take, uh, a guy like, um, Tony coach, the best, probably the best European player until, uh, Dirk Nowitzki came along. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, he was like an 18, 19, uh, in yeah. his prime point yeah. per game kind of guy. Um, and then you look, I was looking up uh top point guards of all time the other day. Oh, there, there was we having a, a little earthquake, earthquake going on right now. Hello. Let's just throw that into the mix of coronavirus. Yeah. Let's there you just, go. Earthquake, maybe we have a big quake coronavirus. Yeah. Fun times in Los Angeles here. Uh, let's close this up before a big one hits and, uh, and, uh, we have to cancel <laughs> this podcast. Um, Ron Harper was listed as the number 32 point guard of all time. That's the, no one even remembers Ron Harper was on the bulls. 
Uh, he had, had a, he had a so bad knee injury. Good. I couldn't stand around Harper when he got to the Bulls because he was a wannabe Jordan. Yeah. But he even wore the same little he, leg sleeve. He was good <laughs> on the Cavs and the Clippers. He was really good. Yeah. And uh, and he was a very good player, but he did have a bad knee injury, and he was never never that same type of player. But he was still good. On yeah, the he was Bulls. still a great defender, long, yeah. lanky. Yeah. He um, was like a he's like a wannabe Jordan. Yeah. Exactly. Not nearly the same yeah. player, but. And his son's on Rutgers and should have led them to the NCAA tournament this year before some guy in China ate a fucking bat. Mm. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Um, it's crazy, huh? We got, we got an earthquake uh, going on. A little aftershock going yeah, on here. aftershock's going on. Look, if you can go over to iTunes and, and, and give us a nice review and perhaps leave your opinion, but definitely leave us a nice review in that opinion. Well, you know, I'm trying to rig the game. All right, go over to iTunes. We are the college experience. Rig it like David Stern did for Michael Jordan. Yeah, for that. Make it, us or the, be the or greatest for the Knicks draft time. in '86. Yeah. Or for Kwame Brown going to Washington in 2001, or the the New Orleans Pelicans getting the first pick. There's just so many examples. I'm probably forgetting some. Um, guys, this is the college experience. We, if you could go over to Sports Gaming Podcast, or I'm sorry, if you can, if you could subscribe to us. We are on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, but we're also our own feed, so you can that we'd appreciate that. But also on Twitter and follow us. We are on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, as I was trying to say a second ago. You can find us at the SGP Network. You can find uh, Patty C individually on on Twitter at Patty C831. You can find NC Nick, our our good our good uh, partner, who makes all of our picks with us for college basketball and college football at NC underscore N I C K. And you can find me at the Colby D. Yeah, buddy. Happy quarantine guys. Hope they hope you're enjoying the list. Happy earthquake. My brother's over in big bear right now. Just hit me up saying, uh, it woke him up over there. Jeez. Jeez. Hopefully everyone remains safe here. Yep. Uh, anything else to say about the, for for this episode? Uh, small forwards, power forwards coming next. Get ready. And look, Michael Jordan, if we have to make a combined list, probably will be no, on number one, but remember what I just said <laughs> I, I, so much. And that's why, uh, it's, uh, ugh. It's stupid to me that like the guy who shoots the most is just the guy who's the best. You know, it doesn't necessarily mm. make you the best. That said, Jordan probably the best. So, so he's telling me Mookie Blaylock could still be the best point guard. He would have been remembered more if he had shot more. <laughs> That's certainly the case. Okay, okay. This is the college experience, guys. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Clorox knows you want your clothes smelling fresh and clean, but so what happens? That's why we created Clorox Fabric Sanitizers, to freshen up your clothes between washes, pre-treat extra stinky laundry, and make sure every last odor comes out in the wash. Clorox Fabric Sanitizers take care of all that and eliminate 99% of odor-causing bacteria. Plus, they're bleach-free and safe for all colors and fabrics. When it counts, trust Clorox.